Blog Talk Radio. Like, what am I wearing? What am I wearing? You know? Like, what am I wearing? 
But I got this cute outfit. It's so cute. Like I got two. I think it's two or three. I don't know. I changed about two or three times. You know, I be thinking I'm Diana Ross and stuff. I think at Oscar or something. <laughs> No, but I, but yeah, I got cute, I can, I think I do, I have these cute little outfits, I'm excited about wearing them, okay, yeah, I like to dress up, and here's the thing, you know, I be buying these outfits, but then I don't wear them no more, <laughs> like, because they're so dressy, but, you know, but, I don't know, one of them might not be dressy, I'm trying to decide, I'm going back and forth, you know, with how I should do this, but, yeah, I always decide at last minute and stuff like that, so I'm excited, I'll be in my hometown, it'll be fun. I'm excited to do this. Then, <laughs> oh, my God. So my friends this week, y'all, let me tell y'all about my week, okay? You know, they gave me smoke. Oh, man. Like, you know, they write me, and they do an intervention before I can even, you know, I didn't get to ask good. You know, I was like, I saw that Maxwell was going to have a cruise, right? And story time, okay? I don't even know if I've told the story on here before. But story time, okay? Years ago, Maxwell was supposed to have a cruise, and me and my girlfriend, we was all excited. She was going to go. She was like, girl, yeah, we're going to go on a cruise, blah, 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 blah. It got canceled. <laughs> it's like me, like New York. I was like, see, I done had several events of Maxwell's that I've been, see, that I've been, was going to go to, and they get, you know what I'm saying, get canceled, right? So my friends was like, all on the chat, wrote me a group chat talking about, are you planning on going to Maxwell Cruise? We're going to tell you right now. This is an intervention. <laughs> you will not go to no cruise. I'm like, first of all, it's a it's a recession. Secondly, <laughs> how much is the cruise? And they said it's Norwegian. I said, oh, he's hotty. He's hotty totty. He's on the he's on the region. You know the region is known as the you know the upscale cruise. I, I have never been on a cruise, but all my a lot of my friends and stuff have been on a cruise, and they be telling me they be you know they be like Norwegians hotty totty. So he's up the hotty totty. He's with the upscale. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, uh, child. They like quit lying. We already know you 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 planning on going. And it's Valentine's week too. I say, sure. I don't tell if I well, I don't be. I mean, I celebrate Valentine's Day, but we don't be doing it like that. If we do, we we celebrate the weekend before. We ain't even tripping, you know. They they laughing because they all like, well, they, they are, and they like four days on four days on a boat with Maxwell. I don't trust you. I'm like, what? They all like they. I mean, it's a straight up intervention. It's like, no, you can't go to the cruise. So I've been banned from the Maxwell cruise. But then I got two friends on the side talking. About, I might go if you really want to go on the cruise. I might. I'm going to hit me up. <laughs> they enablers. <laughs> they they drug addict enablers. My other friends don't know. They they were starting, hit me up if you want to go on a cruise. And I got one girlfriend. She in love. She love Maxwell. She's like, girl, hit me up. I might go with you. <laughs> I'm like, no, I wasn't really planning on going. they like, no. I said, go. if I go, it's going to cancel. plans of me, I'm, I'm starting to not go because I've had that happen twice, like the the, the the concert he planned and the boat. So I'm starting to think, ooh, maybe I shouldn't go. You know, and then I had this, then this, my friends do a strange intervention. So, like, I, you know, most of y'all, I know y'all always play like, because y'all play like, Carlotta, what are you talking about right now? I know, because Maxwell don't, he's not a good, 
Maxwell Cyborg. God, I don't know who y'all people be hiring out in these streets, okay? Because it be y'all don't understand. It's recession. It's inflation. It's all kind of shit going on right now. No, for real. They, I don't think people be. I don't think celebrities be understanding what be going on in these streets. <laughs> I don't think they do. I think they be like they really don't. That twenty three banks are like at this time, which I'm gonna try to talk about a little later on if I can remember. Twenty three banks are they are struggling right now. They saying big banks. So if you have big banks struggling, you got an economic problem, right? So people are gonna be funny about how they spend their money. So y'all like Carlotta, so some of y'all don't know, Maxwell is doing a boat cruise again, okay? Four days. It sounds awesome. It's on Norwegian, <laughs> right? And, it, 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 I mean, you know, and it sounds like he's going to have lots of, I mean, the act so far, let me, okay, let me pull up. Let me see what we'll pull up, okay? Y'all know, because, you know, I'm going to talk about it because my friends gave me an uh, intervention this week. An intervention for a boat ride I had not even planned on going on. Like, oh, you, you was getting ready to, yeah, I might have been getting ready to throw it out there, but I ain't going. <laughs> no, no, I'm already going to class. I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> they don't believe. They all, and then I got two friends on the side hitting me up, trying to sell me, keep me on drugs. Maxwell, on the Maxwell drugs, I'm like, you really want to go? You know, hit me up. And all the rest of them on a group chat trying to tell me why I should be on a boat four days with Maxwell. <laughs> really? <laughs> Girl, are you, what, you, you, two is, two can't see Maxwell two times on a, Maxwell on a boat all day. I'm like, wow, really? Really, for real? No, we, we are stopping, we are intervening. <laughs> Or your love for Maxwell. It's gone out of control now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I wasn't going. <laughs> right? So, anyway, so there's this boat cruise happening. Okay, let me tell you all about it, okay? So we we can talk, we going to talk about it right up in the little thing because that's one of the things that I got hit with this week. So, I'm like, y'all ain't bright. Okay, it's the Urban Hang Sweet Cruise. Oh, that's cute. Okay, he did announce it on some publications, rated R&B. He has, so far, Music Soul Child, Good Draw, Uh, Lettucey. I love me some Lettucey, okay? But I don't know. Robert Glasser, definitely Good Draw, okay? Uh, Leela James, oh, I love Leela, but... Okay, okay, Sabrina, Claudia, she's good, she's good, but I don't think a lot of people, you know, people know her, but I don't think, you know, I don't know. Okay, for and Gallian, Gallian, is that his name? Okay, uh, you have to add more people, really, I'm I'm going to be honest, okay? Now, now this is going to be both who sound like the nice folks, be comedians, going to add comedians and all that kind of stuff. Here's the thing, okay, I got two things to say when you when you we're talking about recession times and all this stuff because you know I know y'all understand <laughs> I may not I don't know these people who put these things together, but let me explain something, okay, 
people get funny about what they spend their money on. They get real, so you got to draw them. Now, you might because it's Valentine's. I think it was smart to draw it on the day, the Valentine's Day. But Valentine's Day don't fall on the weekend this year. It falls, I mean, it falls on the weekday. So usually people celebrate Valentine's Day the week before. A lot of people might buy the boat cruise to try to celebrate Valentine's Day with they 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 significant other or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple's cruise or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though a bunch of females are going to try to get together and go because they like Maxwell because Maxwell is fine. Okay? So, you know, he's like Usher. You know, he'll draw the girls. The girls will come come out. The girls is going to come out because they get to show their bodies on the cruise. You know, he's a single dude. They, you know what I'm saying? The girls going to come out. The girls going to be trying to get, you know, get in. Okay? I'm going to tell you something, girls. Sidebar for girls who's planning on going on this cruise. I'm not gonna mess up the crew. I'm not gonna mess it up. Okay, sidebar for single girls. Okay, this is something. This is, I I put I, I said, man, why would you pick a a couple school? Maybe because he's couple. He's gonna be coupled up. So I just want to tell you girls who's playing on. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to go out there? You know I'm just trying to tell you. It's just a weird. It's a it's a val it's a Valentine's Day type of cruise. Okay. Now my spouse would he 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 knows he's like she's in, she's in love my wife's in love with Maxwell I, she's not gonna go I'm never gonna go at a Maxwell concert <laughs> right you know what I'm saying but people but there are people who you know what I'm saying who I mean I, I, I'm just, I, I just think that it would probably I thought I, I I get trying to get the Valentine's Day crowd I probably I don't think I don't know I feel like Maxwell's an usher. And he doesn't realize he's an usher. Like, people do go to his shows coupled up, right, because he's – they do do that. And that's because he doesn't play – sometimes he doesn't play to his sex appeal. Sometimes he, he has two – like, like a few years ago he was. I mean, you know, he was trying to, I think, years ago, maybe maybe in 2009, that first – when that album, Pretty Wings, that album, Pretty Wings album came out. What was that? Like, a, what, for, shit, I forget not the, the third one, but the first time around when he was wearing that kind of really fitted suits and stuff like that, it was Usher because he he has sex appeal. Okay, so I think this time he's trying he's trying to play that down for some reason. I've been seeing that a lot lately. Like he's trying to play, but you can't. It's hard, Lilith and Sagittarius guy. It's hard for you to do that. You know, I mean, they like you. Women are drawn to you. They. They think you're fine, okay? Women will they will treat you like Usher. <laughs> you just don't play it up, right? Right? Usher plays that shit up. Usher's like, shit, I'm playing that shit up. I'm gonna have all these chicks at my concert. I think that's I. I why I think the couples might come out. I just don't think your drama is good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think like here's what I'm saying. You know, like you either have have to have very unusual artists, like you know, like the and maybe he'll get them, like the Alex Isleys or maybe Will Downing. If you're going to play in that kind of group, Will Downing, the Rasan Pattersons, Michelle Pharrell, people who people don't see. Let us see people see a lot, okay? Like people people who are odd and people don't see a lot, you know what I'm saying? And then sprinkle it in with some old school, like, you know, an old school band. Like you could find some, like, you know, some if you're trying to draw an old school crap. I don't know. I don't know if this cruise is going to tell. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to speak bad over it. I'm just trying to say that it's just interesting because people are going to be holding their money, okay? And it's interesting how Maxwell, to me, plays up things. 
Maxwell is a very interesting character. He just puts post stuff like he posts uh, uh, that he's gonna have a cruise and that's that. <laughs> I'm gonna have a cruise and that's the fuck it. Okay, y'all coming or y'all ain't? I'm like, what the fuck? No, it's like you did your first when he did that. I remember years ago when he had to t- he had the what was that? He had the little the the little stuffed animals around him or something. And he Lake by the Ocean was it the Lake by the Ocean album? And he announced that his album was coming out. And people tune into it like, Maxwell, you got to use your live. Like, go on live and be like, hey, y'all, the crews, hey, I'm I'm so excited. I mean, shit, make us think you excited. I don't think your ass ain't excited about this food. I'm like, shit, just because you've been having it in a few random blogs don't mean like, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm not I'm like, okay, he having it. I mean, I think you take it for granted that you got to sell you got to make sure this shit sell because, you know, just because it's on Valentine's Day weekend don't mean your shit going to sell. And here's another thing. Is there sponsors? Because maybe that's why you're not getting the artists that you need to get to make the cruise the shit, okay? Because, if, you know, I'm, I'm sure the people, whoever your people are, are st- telling you you need sponsorship. You know what I'm saying? Like get a sponsor, a great sponsor, like Walmart, Coke, somebody – Whoever I don't know shit. I'm just saying, is there some so you can get better artists because this is the day and time where people, even me, a huge Maxwell fan like me, who all my friends say, you know, she's she. It's a whole nother story. <laughs> who, they, who they have to hold interventions for? <laughs> I got an inter. I can't believe they gave me a damn intervention. Damn them. <laughs> who they? <laughs> They got a whole intervention for to tell me that I don't need no more Maxwell shows, okay? <laughs> but I wasn't really, when I saw the lineup, I was sort of like, eh. No shade. No shade to those on the lineup. It's just keeping it real, <laughs> okay? I'm not keeping it, I'm not trying to keep it being. I'm just saying it has to be more, and you need to be more excited about selling your cruise. I mean, what the hell? (laughs) Are you excited about this cruise? (laughs) He just put it out there. He put it out there generically, too. It's funny as hell. He is so... You know, he's one of those artists that likes to be such a mystery. It's like, I would be like, do you want to do a boat cruise? If I was his people, I'd be like, do you really want to? Because you so, you be you be looking, you be standing like, you, you be seeming like you want to be in a secret mode. Like when you even have a meet, when I had my meet and greet with him, okay, you know, the little that I remember, okay, he was so like, he he had a shade, on the jacket. I think it was cold in the place. I don't know. I mean, he might have been cold. I wasn't cold. It was, but it, it, he had gloves. I mean, he looks like a really, like, he really mysteriously holds. He likes to be a mystery. Okay, so it's like boat cruises, like the Tom Joyner boat cruise and all that stuff requires people, which he's a Gemini, okay? But he has this thing that makes him so mysterious. That's why I always wonder if they off on his chart a little bit. Sidebar. I always wonder if they're off on your chart, Maxwell, because you have so many scorpion traits. But I think you cusp on certain things, a couple of things. But I'd be wondering if you they off on something like if there's a like if there's a Scorpio ascendant there or something. I don't know. I always wonder that or if there's like some sort of Scorpio he I know he has it in a third house. But 
and he has that militant Sag. I don't know if that cuss, like with Scorpio. I have to check that out. But he's so, like, quiet. Like, Prince had an ascendant in Scorpio, and you can tell, right, because he's very private. Janet has an ascendant in Scorpio. You can tell. They have that oh, extra. Gemini, He his chart speaks to, like, I think he has a Gemini stellium. But he's like his, he's full of air. His 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 from what the chart they have out. His sun is in Gemini. His moon is in Aquarius, and his uh, ascendant is in Libra. And I don't know what degree in Libra, which would be interesting. I need to see that. Okay, but um, yeah, maybe he's cusping Scorpio. I don't know, but it's very uh, it's very. <laughs> and so I wouldn't. So there's sometimes it's, there's a, probably an extroverted guy there because he's. The twins, there's probably several people, type of people within him. But I'm wondering is, like, I mean, is it a, because is a boat cruise what you need to do? <laughs> I mean, are you that type of, like, I was, like me, somebody give me a boat cruise, even though I'm not extroverted, but I can get extroverted. Like, I, like, you know, on this show, I'm extroverted. I can be on top. And when I'm in control, I'm very extra. Sometimes I'm introverted and extroverted. It's, 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 I'm very introverted. My nature is introverted. But I, I'm a talker. So I can have a cruise. I'll be out here in these streets. I'll be like, hey, everybody, hey. I'm a flirt too. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just wondering if, like, he's not, he doesn't even seem excited about this cruise. Like, are you going on a cruise? Are you happy about the cruise? You seem, you seem like being on stage or not the Renaissance tour. <laughs> Beyonce still don't look excited about the Renaissance, too. Anytime I see Beyonce perform, Beyonce be trying to muster them smiles on child. Beyonce be like, child, is this almost over? <laughs> she glad she in the state. She like, let's wind this shit up. <laughs> All right, so I, you know, I just want to know. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm just. I, so I yeah no I so far there has nothing that has triggered me that's made me say I know y'all think all my friends like my friends I love Maxwell so much that I would show up on the on the I, listen I, I I'm listen I'm a big Maxwell fan but however the cruise has not sparked my attention yet <laughs> I mean it sparked it but it hasn't sparked it in the way that it should you know what I'm saying like it should. I should be more excited about the cruise. I'm not, and I don't think, maybe because I'm not feeling the energy from him or his camp. <laughs> so, like, you don't try to sell us a boat cruise. You need to be having that out. You need to be, you need to be out here. You need to be out in these streets. Are you on these podcasts and stuff telling them that you got a cruise coming up? You need to be out and telling everybody about these cruise. This cruise is coming, so it don't. You know, you don't have to be out. You don't be, because when you cancel too. Another thing about Maxwell, when he cancels, he don't. He it just be put up that he's canceled. Okay, <laughs> he don't say nothing. So that's why I'm just saying, is this your type of thing? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like me, you know. And this don't do it. You when it's canceled, I you know I be ah y'all it ain't worked out. It's canceled. I'm sorry y'all. Will you come out and say that? Probably not. So I'm wondering if this is like your thing. Is this? I like it. I love the idea of it. <laughs> but I feel like you got to sell it in these hard economic times. So I know y'all was going to ask me about the Maxwell Boat Cruise. Yes, I got to an in, in intervention about the Maxwell Boat Cruise. Two of my, I, 
I would uh, spouse would never go on that basketball program. Uh, uh, my friends would be like, uh, and I would never ask. <laughs> uh, friends would be, uh, my friends are like, absolutely intervention. No, not unless they see one of their favorites come on. But then I had two friends on the side be like, catch me rock on the cruise with you. Just don't we don't let them know. But I'm I'm there if you want to go. <laughs> well, I got two. That wanna go while y'all was trying to intervene on me. But anyway, so yeah, but this is what I have to say about the cruise. I'm not trying to hate on the cruise, okay? I really am a person who t- I've just be I be trying to be honest with people from what I see the energy. And my friends wouldn't be talking as crap if they didn't if they like the lineup. They like the lineup, they'd be like, Girl, yeah, we don't you don't really need to go, but we gonna go 'cause this line, girl, he got such and such on it. but when you don't people the lineup is a little like, yeah. <laughs> I, I love Leela James, but I think that Leela James is hits a specific crowd. Like, you know, she has a like a little underground following. But, you know, I feel like it's also like not enough to draw people out to pick, to make people spend their money, and there are so many good artists. Like you, you need to. You, this is what I say with Maxwell needs to keep. I always said Maxwell needs to understand the energy and the category he's in, like and be the king of that category. Meaning that, uh, like, uh, and I think he's trying to kind of understand it with these boat cruises and who he picked. But I think he still hasn't, you don't get it enough. Like, when I talk about king of the under, like underground or king of the, you know, the different, like, you, you have to deal with, to me, your crowd is, even though you're more fancy a little bit and a little bit maybe higher up in some ways, not in a bad, you know, like better than, but just, you know, on the scale of how people know you and stuff, I think you have to go, you have to be, you have to look at the kindred, like kindred family of soul people. You have to look at a little bit um, the Will uh, Downings, uh, the Rasan Pattersons, the Rochelle Pharrells. You need to mix in that. That that is kind of, legacy in them, legacy is you, y'all, like kind of, it's people who cross up. Legacy was once that. I don't think she's that anymore. I think she's kind of tried to cross over. And sometimes that hurts the artist. Now, Maxwell has crossed over into where he's gotten, you know, not, he's not super famous out, you know, like super, super famous, but he's gotten, he would he would probably be on, like, I, I remember I was reading something about him on Sedan, and Sedan said this, he was doing a blind item, and it was about Maxwell. But he said he, he would be, he said this artist would be A-list if he didn't, you know, put off albums so much or whatever. And there may be a reason for that. But I feel like he still, I think that's actually good for him, actually. But um, you have to understand the crew, like the group, like who to get. Like there are artists that that don't have as big as uh, a following, but they're out there so much they're not a draw. Like they're, you know what I'm saying? Like Lettuce's out there a lot. Leela's out there a lot. I don't know. Maybe the two, maybe the boat ride did good because it's Valentine's Day. Ah, shit. I don't know. It might did real damn well. Y'all might be, y'all, shit. Y'all might be acting like, 
I don't know. Let me shut up, okay? Because it might sell out. I don't know. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying for me, it didn't seem like a good draw, and from people I have been hearing about. And then he don't seem excited. Like, if you excited about the shit, then you should be out there on your lives. You should be talking to people. You should be on podcasts. Not when it get close to time, because people got to say they money. You dealing with Negroes. <laughs> you dealing, and you dealing with black American Negroes. <laughs> Okay, okay, wait, you know, yes, I mean, you know, it's immigrant, black immigrant population in there, too, but black American Negroes is the majority, and we different how we be doing our money out in these streets in the session times and all that stuff, okay, and that's your crowd, that's your that's your fan base, you are an R&B cat, okay, so you got to be like knowledgeable that your fan base is gonna be funky. They're gonna be, you know, they're gonna be seeing. That's what. That's a little bit what Beyonce don't understand. That's why Beyonce's out in these streets, which I'm gonna be talking about a little bit later on. Acting like her tickets ain't about to be on Groupon, allegedly. Okay, I already told y'all the deal on Beyonce. Me to take out this week, and I normally don't buy me to take out, but me MTO been right on is right on this one. Okay, at my personal opinion. Okay, so, and I told y'all what the smoke was going to be because you don't have the Taylor Swift fan base. Taylor Swift fan base, that's why we, when we talk about, and I always say, artists have to be black artists, black American artists, in order to gain um, uh, growth. You can't afford to be gatekeepers. <laughs> you, I know that's, that that is... You know, there's a, always a be- there's a wonderful scripture in the Bible that says, "Don't desire to be like your oppressor," and that doesn't mean don't don't that you don't have to you're not in- inspired or influenced by someone, but don't desire to work in the ways of your the way your oppressor works because you won't get things done. You know, so that's a, it, it comes if that does come it comes through exploitation and ill games, right? And that's hard for us because we live in a world that is built on what our oppressor has taught us and things like that about how to move and everything. But as black American people, my personal opinion is that you always have to uh, have some insight to your people. Your people came, your people, when Yvette Cornell and all them out here talking about the, 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 uh, and everything Yvette and them done said is fact. It's showing up right now about celebrity world. Shout out to Yvette and Tone, okay? Uh, and shout out to, uh, um, for no, I, this is a dude I listen to. He's dope. He's on YouTube. I don't agree with everything you say, but I think he's one of the dopest, uh, new YouTubers out there. For no fame. Yo, he be spitting some game. <laughs> He like the male version of me, <laughs> right? But he be saying something. He deep. He deep, deep. So I really like him. And he was even talking about how celebrity influence is is waning, okay, in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people can't see it. When you see, when y'all see all this stuff going on with celebrities, it's really pushing themselves. It's because the shit's about the shit's falling apart, okay? It's not trying to diss them. It's just that they haven't understood the economics that surround them as artists and the group in which you cater to. The first thing is customer service is understanding your customer base. Shout out to Tasha K when she talked about this that, that this week. One of one of my big jobs for years that I did for years, and people, all, all my friends and everything, always be telling me. 
Carlotta, you need to write a customer service book, girl, because ain't okay. You got you be having that shit down, okay? Even though I don't be, you know, I don't be taking like sometimes I don't think I do y'all right really in the real realm, you know, because I I play with this show, right? But if I was, but if I was, you when you get really serious about a thing, your customer base, understanding your base is important, and what's happened to celebrity in Hollywood. I remember when I was out in Hollywood a few few years ago. I remember. Several years ago, I went to go to the RC. I went to Arsenio Hall show one time twice, like when the new show was out. And uh, we got tickets for the first show, and I think I got tickets for I got tickets for Prince. I had to go on stage with Prince. Prince will forever be my Prince was like I was like right there. Prince was like right there. Oh my God! I was like this is not happening. I am not standing here with Prince. Even though Arsenio Hall was right next to me, I didn't even think about Arsenio. I was like. Right? So, yeah, but anyway. But I often laughed at how Hollywood moved. I said, they have no customer fucking service skills because they don't have to. They don't think they got to have customer service skills because everybody wants in. Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be this and that. But suddenly when you having the new school come up like, AI, bloggers, podcasters, everywhere and everything like that. Hollywood ain't what you ain't the same thing no more. Right? So they've been spoiled. And so now they like they out there striking, the actors are striking. I'm an actor. I understand the need for more money. I just don't think they understand what time it is. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and writers and everybody out there. Because they don't understand that the game has changed. And the shit you used to do, you can't get away with it no more. Like, I don't think, I understand what they saying, but I think you ignored, they ignored the stuff too long, what was happening. They they wasn't in touch. Not And most of the actors out there on strike are people who work, like who are not famous, right? You know what I'm saying? It's actors doing the little day-to-day stuff. But they're going to struggle, right? But... I don't think it, it it hit Hollywood. I don't think it's hit the people, the the talent and stuff. What's happening economic wise? Like the internet has changed the game. AI has changed the game. Now Hollywood isn't just Hollywood. Now it's competition springing up everywhere. There are people making small films everywhere. People people making films in Oklahoma. People making movies down in San Antonio. People making films in Atlanta. People making stuff. I mean, it is just, I don't think. <laughs> and I think it's been, been an industry where there have, there's have there been a spoiling of, of, of some when the money was flowing. But now the money ain't flowing like that. Like ABC and them ain't got the money like that. Because people don't be watching TV like that no more. You know what I'm saying? So... I think that you have to sit back and under, see where your place is before. I just think they should have understood where their place was and tried to work from there before they struck, strike. That's just my personal opinion. It might work out this time at least, but I don't know. But you gotta, you got to understand customer service skills. I'm getting back to what I was saying. 
Hollywood failed to get to have a customer service. They 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 failed to be humble. And now AI and and the internet and technology is here to kick your ass. And that's the same thing I say for black celebrity. Understand your customer service is everything. You have a customer base. I know mofos be out here putting fan pages and shit up like that of you, and that's great. Shout out to them. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but you better appreciate it. That's a customer. That's somebody who's spreading the good word about you for free and shit. I need the celebrities to get it. I'm, I'm coming back to Maxwell's Bow Cruise. I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say, okay? So one of the things you need to understand is your base. And if you are an R&B star, the first thing you need to understand is I got to understand black folks, and I got to understand black American folks, okay? And how they spend their coins. No, not your people. You better understand. And one thing about black people, they got to be, sometimes we got to be motivated, okay? You got to come out of these streets. Like when they, when, when people, when they, they, they want, they want, that's why they be having on these voter registrations trying to have fish fries, even though black people getting out of that because we starting to see y'all, we know the game. Y'all try to get us a party because we like a good party, but no. But you got to understand how to make it exciting to these people who don't have the money. Most whites in America have money through inheritance or something like that. Their their savings outdoes our savings by a lot. So I think it's something like five thousand or ninety thousand or something. It was something crazy I heard in the stats or whatever from black households or whatever. And so you will understand why a Taylor Swift does what she does. Okay. Now most black, but it's not that black people won't spend on you. It's that you got to know the right way to market to black people and a way to get at black people to get some coin. And you got to have some respect for the fucking recession. You got to have some respect. You got to say shit. You know, black people out here, it's hard times. I know black people out here, when when America, when white America catch a cold, I remember Tavis Smiley used to say, when white America catches a cold, black America got the flu. Okay? So we, you, you got to understand what time it is. So coming back around to Maxwell's crew, okay? Now, I don't know. The shit might be sold out because, you know, but people right now, their credit is still running, okay? I'm just saying. Considering Beyonce now. I'm just trying to say because I'm hearing rumors on these streets that these 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 uh, so-called, um, what's them, scalpers have been losing money and been having to sell a lot of them tickets for cheap. Okay? I'm just telling you what the word is on the street. I'm going to be talking about that a little later on. But I wanted to spend this time because, you know, my favorite artist, I'm going to have to say, I don't want to see him mess up. So I want to say this, okay? Maybe, hey, I don't know. The crew may be doing well, maybe selling like it's supposed to and all that. Yeah, 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 if it is. But what I will say is this. you got to know how to market to black people. And you can't just throw some random shit up there and throw it up there. I'm having a cruise, okay? Your ass needs to be on your live, your personal live. Then you need to be going around some radio stations, talking to different radio stations throughout the country, black radio stations, about your cruise and who's going to be on there, stuff like that. you got to get to the grassroots 
I mean, I know you probably want a certain class, but even that's how in black America it works, even the, the upscale, you know what I'm saying, who they're even holding on to their money type. Okay, so you got to learn how to market it. You can't be out here, you can't be You can't be uh, laid back and lackadaisical because we're going to be thinking, shit, he lackadaisical, then why should my ass be spending money on <laughs> Okay, but shout out to Maxwell for having a cruise. It sounds like it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm scared though, because I think I might get, it might get canceled. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I say I get my money, get drunk, get my switch, child, be a mess. Okay, so, you know, so I'm just saying, okay, that's all my opinion for that is, Maxwell, okay? No diss, no, no, no shade. I'm just saying, you got to get out here in these streets, and you got to have a lineup that, you know, that mixes with you, but also, Galleons, uh, you know what I'm saying? He don't make me want to go spend. I he seem like a nice little new artist, but I ain't, I ain't out here trying to. <laughs> I ain't out here trying to spend my coins. I mean, yeah, not yet. Okay, I'm just saying you you need to you need to have you need to get you need to get some more SWV stuff like that. People, those people probably are not costly, you know what I'm saying, as much as an A-lister or something like that. They're not. You can still put a damn good boat cruise or even looking at your 90s, um, uh, what is it, your 90s uh, people, you know, the people who you who are around you and then having a theme or something, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who be, y'all be advising y'all celebrities. They'd be wild, okay? <laughs> All right, you guys. So we got an Insta word today. I'm just gonna give y'all my personal Insta word. Now, normally I wouldn't have no Insta word. This is a show that I, when I would do my show, I'd be doing like you know this is this is one of the freestyle shows. That means I don't got no show, so I'm gonna be like going off the cup. Okay. So today my Insta word for y'all. I don't know. It's something that I've been thinking about this week because child, I struggle. And I always talk to y'all about it. I struggle with, and you know, it be so, I struggle with my weight from time to time. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I be up, down, up, down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a convo. I be sometimes having, like, not only struggle with weight, but sometimes, you know, emotions, all kind of stuff, you know. I'm a Scorpio. I'm an I'm a, I'm a emotional but yet not emotional Scorpio because <laughs> I got a lot of air in my truck. But I'm, 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 I can be in both, you know, worlds. So I was thinking today, I was having, you know, having a thought. I had a lot of stuff going this week. And, you know, when you have a lot of stuff going on in your regular week, like regular things happening, then, and then, you know, I have this thing coming up with my theater group, and I'm like, dang, I'm probably not going to be able to do this because I have, a, like, a little, like, a kind of performance thing or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I got, it's just almost, and then you ha- I have all these crazy things breaking out, personal things kind of breaking out and <laughs> around me and all this stuff. And so I was like, you know, uh, I was like, this is her, you know, trying to keep up this, trying to keep my everywhere, trying to keep up this and that. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I am struggling and trying to keep my discipline you know, keep my keep my discipline in order about myself and trying to do things differently. It's very hard because I get comfortable. I can get comfortable. Comfort is a, my favorite. One of my favorite life sayings is comfort is a motherfucker. 
right? Because I you know, it'll make you be, you know, saying some stuff. It'll make you do crazy stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Because you're comfortable, right? So I felt like I had been just, just looking at my life this week. I just like, I haven't got comfortable in my diet. I'm comfortable in my, you know, I've been doing some wild shit. You know, I got to get together. And so I, I was like, you know, I, I was reminded of, it was, you know, well, if I can find it here. I think I had it up, y'all, but then I don't. Then, let me see, where is it at? See, this will be happening with me. I'll be having stuff up for y'all. This is off the cuff. This is one of these shows, uh, you know, where it's like that, okay? So there was this, this is one, um, I think in Hebrews 12, it says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, this is in the Bible. Y'all know I like to look at good Bible stories. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed, okay? So I was like, it's, you know what? No discipline when you do it at the time seems pleasant. You have to go exercise or whatever you're doing in your life, whether it's trying to, if you're struggling like me with your weight or you struggling with uh, disciplining your flesh to certain things. Like if you're trying to, if you're training as an athlete or something like that, like you would watch athletes, they train hard. It's never easy, okay? It's not easy. It's not. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're training, you're trying, you're restoring your, uh, uh, you're trying to restore who you are, restore your body. No, no discipline seems pleasant at the time. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it, okay? And so I was thinking about that today, and I also thought about the story of Esther, okay? Because Esther is one of my favorite, oh, my God, I love the book of Esther. Esther is one of my favorite books in the Bible, okay? Probably one of my favorite books for so many reasons. People say, God, why do you like Esther? Is it the love story? No, Esther is a book, because I think it's deeper than about love. Esther is about being in the right place at the right time, understanding um, who you are, when to reveal yourself, when not to reveal yourself, how to handle your enemies. Oh, Esther's deep (laughs) on so many levels. All right, Esther's also a story of a little orphan girl who's being raised by her her cousin Mordecai. You know what I'm saying? It has so it's, it's so many elements that Esther reminds me of myself, and you know, in little in little ways, I, I I identify with Esther, right? You know what I'm saying? And the story of Esther is Esther. If you ever read the story of Esther, and I, I encourage you guys to read it. It's one of my favorite books. Esther is um, she was. Uh, she was living with her her uh, her cousin and living a regular life, probably what was the, a regular life at that time. Uh, at that time, and Esther, uh, her the king. It tells a story in the backdrop is a story about King Exorcist, who was the king at the time over the region, and the king. He is not happy with his queen. His queen has been, you know, forgetting, you know, she's she she getting too hotty tidy, right? You know, she think, you know, he, he she getting too much. You know what I'm saying? She, even though even though King Exorcist could be a trip, 
his queen was starting to not know her place, right? And so there's, there's this big party they're having, and one of the things is King Exodus' wife, I wish I forget her name, is known for her beauty. That side is her name. She's known for her beauty in the region and everything, like how beautiful she is. And so the king, king sends for her and says, hey, he's drunk at a, you know, he's drunk at this party and everything. They're having a party for seven days, I think. He sends for her, and she comes, and she's like, you know, uh, and it, it, that's why I say there's so many lessons in Esther. Y'all got to even this. This is a lesson, right? So she comes to the party, but she's pissed. She's like, you know what? You drunk and you sending for me like I'm just, you know, she's a, she's a feminist. She's like, you sending for me like I'm drunk, like I'm not queen that side up in here. And everything. So she's, and everybody notices her attitude, but he, even though he, he's still king, girl, he's still the king. You got you can't just come at him no kind of way, right? Well, she's, she's, she, I think, I forget how it comes. Let me see. What is it? Uh, let me look at how this is. Can she forget? She does. She's the queen of Persia, okay, and uh, yeah, and she and she viewed as an independent mind and hero, hero in in feminine theological interpretations of the Purim story. Okay, attempt to identify her as one. Um, but she, okay, I'm trying to think what she. She refuses to come because he wants her to come and display her beauty, but she says no to the king. She's like, nah, I ain't coming. <laughs> right? And so the king is like, how should she be punished? You know, her people, his people, the people didn't like her that much. They're like, we won't get rid of her. Okay, because she ain't, you know, she up in here. She don't know her place, right? Now, today, well, we'd be like, she's a Vesta bad girl, but Vesta didn't understand timing and didn't know how to move. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you don't know how to move. Like you know, you we women sometimes we women be popping off at the wrong time. We don't be understanding how to move, how to move in these streets. Okay, best I was one of those. She didn't understand what time it was. Okay, uh, his guest wearing her royal crown in order to display her beauty. Best I refuses to come, and the king becomes angry. He asks his advisors how best I should be punished for disappointing his advisors. Mumikin tells him that Vestai was wrong not only to the king but also to the husbands of Persia, whose wives may may be encouraged by Vestai's actions to disobey. Um, he says you should dismiss her and find another king. Okay, so we already know how he rolls to find another queen, right? And so in comes the story of Esther. In comes the story of this orphan girl ascending to the throne as queen, as King Esther's exorcist. Queen, okay, and the king calls for all these women. You know, everybody in the in Persia want to be queen, okay. Everybody calls for a thing for the queen in Persia because everybody, you know, everybody like I want to be queen. That's how Maxwell Boat Queen thing gonna be. <laughs> all, the, all the girls gonna be up there. <laughs> they gonna be all up there, Maxwell. <laughs> they gonna be trying to be queen. Anyway, but nah, so like, you know, it's like when you got a good looking man, right? Or Usher, like, you know what I'm saying? So they all listen. So, so everybody's trying to be queen. But Esther gets favor from one of the king's head, like what used to be one of the king's head guys 
who's a head beauty advisor, and he understands what the king likes, right? So Esther's cousin, Mordecai, takes her up there. She she becomes, she and here's the thing. Esther knows the moment that she's coming in, all these young women who are going to this thing to be queen, all understand that they're, that this is life-changing because you will never go back to your old life. Either you're going to be his concubine or you're going to be a queen. But you ain't going to never, ever be out in these streets again, okay? No, that's how it was, okay? So to be, to go for queen was a big deal and a lot to think about, okay? But her cousin understood something about her and understood something that was coming, right? And so when he sends her to uh, to her cousin, I mean, her cousin Mordecai sends her. She gains favor while she's there, and this guy, this guy begins to take her through a rigorous, rigorous beauty regimen. Right? She's soaked for months and, and stuff in oils every day, and all these. She had to do a lot of this, and she did this. I had to do a lot of stuff to get the king's favor, just to get the king's favor. But when you watch how, when you read the Book of Esther, and you see how she moved. She was bad. Okay, so y'all like, Carlotta, what is this a with our it's a word, okay, today? How does that match with what you was talking about, about discipline and everything? Because one of the stories, one of the, the things I love about the book of Esther is that even in Esther's beauty regime, and I'm not going to tell y'all the full story. Y'all have to see if we read the full story of Esther to see how bad she was, how cold she was, and how much of a, how much of a mover her and her cousin Mordecai was up in that house. <laughs> right? But and it was it, it wasn't that Esther wasn't a uh, 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 like a strongest Vasta right she was strongest Vasta probably stronger because she was she but she knew how to move in the king's world she knew how to I mean so much let me just say how deep the book of Esther is Esther got what Vesta was trying to fight and be all cute about because see sometimes I have to be remember this my damn self because you know she got he she got what you know whatever what what, what 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 Vesta was trying to be like a feminist and out here in these streets and calling for it, you know, I'm I'm not coming. Tell him I'm not coming and all that stuff. But Esther, that was just the she and that wasn't I wasn't I'm not saying that Vesta wasn't right because he was he was kind of exploiting her, but at the same time she wasn't understanding the atmosphere and the things going on around her, right? So I'm giving y'all uh, side lessons in this too. Okay, she wasn't understanding what time it was, right? But but that uh, but Esther understood all that because she had a wise cousin who was giving her wisdom from outside the king's gates, and she had wisdom in the house with the king's head person. She had gained favor with him, so she was. One thing about Esther, she would listen, right? And so. She had to go through this rigorous beauty thing to gain his favor. And all that stuff that Vesta was trying to do, give respect and stuff, Esther got within a matter of a minute. The first time when she requested that she be in the king's presence, one of the things the king, I mean, uh, no, it's not the second or third time. She comes into the king's presence. He said, I'd give you anything up to half this kingdom, girl. What you want? She ain't even, she, she wasn't even moving like that. You gotta know. It's a, it's a dope story. Oh, my God, it's so just, it's a dope story. You hear, it's a, it's one of the dopest stories in the Bible. Okay, but what I'm saying is, in order to become queen, Esther had to go through some stuff. Okay, Esther had to go hard. Is he go hard to go home? I go no. 
or go to concubine. You're going to be a concubine up in here, and you're going to never, you're only going to be at the king's disposal, okay? What am I saying? You know, it's go hard or go home, okay? And sometimes what I'm saying to y'all with these stories, with these stories is sometimes you got to go hard for what it is you want. you got to check your flesh. Like, she, that's what Esther had learned to do. Check her flesh. Check her mind. You know what I'm saying? Check her spirit, man. Everything. Oh, God, I think I need to read that book again. Oh, my goodness, I do. Okay, remind me of that. So sometimes that's what you got to do in order to gain what you want. Discipline is never pleasant at the time. I'm sure it was hard for Esther when she was going up there getting beauty, getting fixed up, and they plucking at her and tuck, tucking and stuff. But when that man offered her up to have the kingdom or when she got to save her people from an impending doom because she was queen, ah, it was all worth it. So that's what I'm saying today. So there may be something that you are going after, okay? There may be something that you want and you like, you know what? I'm struggling, Carlotta. I'm not, it's hard, Carlotta. I got to do this. I got to change this. I don't want to change. Comfort is an MS. <laughs> I like it. Right? You know what I'm saying? But remember that when you discipline yourself, when you go hard, and this one, I'm not preaching. I'm not just preaching to y'all. I'm preaching to the self, myself, and my spirit man too. Okay, trying to catch it myself. When you go hard and you go after something you want, you too will get. When it puts you in the place, what does that scripture say? In Hebrews, let's see it back. If I can go back to it, yeah, before, and I end out. It's a word, okay? But it says. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace. For peace, okay? That's one of my favorite words, peace, baby. Peace for those who have been trained by it, okay? It is trying to produce something in you. That hard thing, that thing that's causing you to be disciplined, that thing that's not so easy to do, that thing that's not so easy to get, it's your Queen Esther moment, baby, or your King moment, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? If you're a man listening to me, it's your King moment. It's your Royal moment. It's your moment, okay? It's your moment, and this is going to train you to be the wonderful King or Queen that you need to be. No discipline seems easy at the time and you gonna struggle and you gonna go through some stuff even if you want to be if even you struggle even if you're trying to uh whatever it is you're trying to go for it may require you to check your flesh that's okay you can do it okay so that's my it's a word i hope y'all read, read the book of esther it's a really good read okay y'all that is it okay so now we getting ready to go on uh break out in these streets when i get back we're going to talk about um, uh, Megan Markle out in these streets. And apparently in touch is saying they want to go back to the royal family. I'm like, baby, it's a little too late for that, okay? Ain't nobody going, ain't, ain't no going back, okay? And let me explain why y'all, to, to y'all why it ain't no going back, okay? Uh, and we're going to talk about this, all oh, this heartbreaking story I heard about this young lady, man, Woo, missing. We want to talk about Carly Russell, and I'm praying that they find this young lady. Oh, my God, and they find her well, okay? But uh, you guys want to talk about that and a whole lot more when I get back on the CC show. Meanwhile, let's start off with one of my favorite old school jams, Pebbles, giving you the benefits. It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. It's early. Oh, wait, it's not early. It's 
it's daytime on a Saturday, and I'm in the building, y'all, okay? I'll be back in a moment.
One of my favorite singers of our time is Denise Williams with Do What You Feel. I love that one, okay? We are back on the Carolina Chatwood Show. I am back in these streets, and it is Hot Topic Saturday. All right, and so we were, I get into all the hot topics going on today. We got to first up talk about this young lady who is missing, Carly Ru- uh, Ru- Russell. Carly Russell. She is beautiful, too. And it's just, oh, my goodness. I mean, this story uh, this story is kind of scary to me because any, I know I would have probably done the same thing that she did uh, uh, just did, did if I saw a toddler out there. And it just makes me think differently. I remember years ago. I always have, y'all know how I always have, this, if y'all listen to this show, if you're new listening to this show, I always got stories, okay? <laughs> I'm a storyteller, okay, at heart, right? But well, I remember years ago when I was probably maybe, I was in my 20s, or maybe early 20s, and me and my granny was going somewhere, and it was these two little young boys, they was probably about 13, 14 years old or something like that, and they was asking, they stopped where we was at, and they was asking where directions for something, and, uh, you could tell they was asking, so my, my granny was trying to uh, point them up the street, you know, pointing to where it was or whatever. And um, and then uh, I remember I, uh, me and her, we gave them some money to catch, gave, catch the bus. She said, babies, I would take y'all, but it's just it's too much stuff going on today. But, you know, get you know, y'all can figure out, catch that one, that one, or whatever. Oh, But it was so sad because we could, we, we, these little kids, I mean, it's like you scared a little kids because there's so much fish going on. But we did make sure, like, they got it, like, they have some little bus stop money or whatever, you know, to get to what they need to get to. But it, it's just wild because you don't never know what's going on out here. And I could see that, I mean, I say the same thing. This young lady, I mean, she just did what was right. And it's messed up out in the streets that somebody got to end up missing for doing something kind for doing something loving, okay? But it's, this is a, this is the story out of Fox 5 Atlanta. It says, a 25-year-old woman who called 911 to report a toddler wandering along the side of a busy Alabama highway ended up vanishing along with any signs of a child on Thursday evening just south of Birmingham. Car- Carly, uh, Carlita, Nicole Russell made that, nine one, that call to 911 just after 9.30 p.m. reporting that reporting the toddler along Interstate 459 South near Mound Market 11 in Hoover, Alabama. Russell also called a family member to report her to report her fine as she stopped to try to help the young child. She got out of the car. My daughter-in-law could hear her hear her ask if the child was okay and she didn't hear anything. Carly's mother Talitha Russell said, then she heard our daughter our daughter Carly screamed, Jesus. The family member told police she lost contact with Russell, but then, but the line was left open. The cell phone was later found at the scene, police said. It's now undergoing a forensic examination to see if there were any clue or whereabouts. You some demons who did that. Demons. And I hope whatever you trying to do turn in on you, okay? Just de- devil, Okay. Uh, Hoover's police say officers were able to find Russell's vehicle and some of her belongings, including a hat and her wig, but neither 
the child nor Russell were around. Investigators say no children have been reported missing in the area. A witness reported seeing a man standing beside Russell's vehicle just before police arrived at the scene. A single witness has reported possibly seeing a gray vehicle with light com- with a light complexion male standing outside Claudia's vehicle. Uh, Hoover Police Lieutenant Daniel Lowe said at the press conference, investigators believe Russell got off work around 8.20 p.m. from the business at the summit in Birmingham, picked up food, and then drove towards Hoover. Uh, Russell is described as being five foot four inches tall and weighing 150 to 160 pounds. She was last seen wearing a black shirt, black pants, and black tennis shoes. Her parents are desperately hoping someone knows where their child is. If anyone sees anything, no matter how minute, please contact 911. And it's probably, I don't know if that's a busy intersection or not, but y'all, if y'all saw something, please, uh, Carly's, uh, Father Carlos Russell said, a private donor has come forward to offer a $25,000 reward in addition to $5,000 being offered by Crime Stoppers of, uh, of Metro Alabama. Any informa- anyone with information is asked to call 205-245, I mean, 205-254-7777. Tipsters can remain anonymous, okay? You demons. It's a, it's a demon. Okay, I see it. It's a demon from the pits of hell that we use a child to lure someone. I'm just praying for this young man, praying that they find her well. And for that person or thing that have her, I pray, I just, I just pray God deal with them. Okay. But that is just a hideous, I mean, cause anybody would have done so. I mean, not anybody, a lot of women, a lot of people would have stopped if they saw a baby in danger, a toddler. And now, because somebody, some fool, some devil done did use the child to lure somebody, now people going to be scared to help up. Maybe somebody, a child in need. It's wild. It's wild out in these Twilight Zone streets, okay? I mean, you know, praying for her family, praying for her safe return praying for them demons to turn in on themselves, that they won't hurt her or anything like that. I mean, just terrible. I mean, it's just, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a beautiful girl, too. It's just uh, these people. Let me just say this, okay? We live in an age where your destination, you know what I'm saying, what God has for you, and we don't know what our destinies are. You know, we, we just don't know. There are energies out here because we in the end times, baby, and there is these demonic energies that's out to steal destination, steal, uh, uh, stop you from going to your, um, to your next, uh, how can I say it? Your next destination in life, stop you from achieving your next goal, stop you from achieving something that God got you for you. Just always, you know, for all of us, put prayer around us and, and, and understand, understanding atmosphere, discernment. I just for any of it because it is a, it is a, it's getting ugly, okay. And that's just, just sad, very sad. And I hate that's what a, what a terrible story, okay? Because it, it and it's, it's really touching story because, um, most people, most people would have probably stopped. If they see a baby out there, it's sad, okay? 
uh, and this is a story I hope gets more and more traction so that people can know it because this could be, this could hurt, this could, they could be using this in any city. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle thinking of returning to royal family, calling a truce. Child, please. Y'all wild. Y'all wild on them royal streets, okay? This is according to In Touch Weekly. Flashing big smiles as they held hands, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle looked like they didn't have a care in the world as they left an office in Santa Barbara on June 30th. The pair had just lost their $20 million Spotify deal, and they were evicted from Frogmore Cottage, yet they didn't seem saved by anything, says an eyewitness. It was business as usual. Not quite. Behind closed doors, sources tell in touch, Harry 38 is panicking over money and his and Megan's future in America. Harry, I don't believe Harry's panicking over money, okay? And let me just say this, okay, because Harry, uh, and if they are doing that, because he got left an inheritance, okay? He's got an inheritance from now and his mom. He's got money. His dad is the king of England. And they ain't letting him go down like that. I just don't believe that hype, okay? He might be struggling with American type of money, like little money. He might be struggling because they got about $50 million. That's a struggle today. I remember I was watching uh, Billions one time, and this dude was like this investor, broker investment. This to show you just how wealthy people are. He was like, man, I'm down to $300 million. Like, I'm like, you down? Like, you... <laughs> He was acting like he was in pain, like, that's broke. <laughs> I was like, shit. You know what I can do with $300 million? <laughs> right? So that's what Harry's probably like. This is damn. Okay? Over here in America, I'm, I'm, I'm King Charles. So-called son. Shoot. You got me over here living out. You got me in the chicken coop. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the saw the Oprah interview. At the end of the interview, Harry was in a chicken coop. And I said, oh, this is how this is going to go, huh? <laughs> you got the print in the chicken coop. That ain't going to work, right? Okay. It says, but they were evicted. Uh, they said, not quite behind closed doors. Uh, Mexican has blown up in their faces, says an insider. Harry is starting to wonder if they made the right decision leaving England. He's even suggested to Megan that they return to London uh, and the royal family. Megan was livid, says the insider who asked the Duchess 41 was even taken aback when she learned Harry had already reached out to his estranged brother, William 41. Harry admitted he phoned William to call a truce and told his brother he and Megan would be open to going back to London, where they would serve King Charles. William was stunned by the call. The brothers have been increasingly on bad terms since Megan and revelations made by Harry in his memoir, Spear, divides them further. Among other allegations in his book, Harry claims William physically attacked him in 2019 during an argument, blah, 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 blah. Harry feels that though he and Megan are running out of options, says the inside, despite the success of Spare and their well-received Netflix docuseries, Harry and Megan, the parents of Archie Poor and Little Bit are quickly losing favor in Hollywood, not to mention opportunities to make money. Shortly after Spotify announcement was made, the company head of podcast innovation and monetization uh, Bill Simmons blasted a couple calling them grifters on this podcast. And in a recent interview, United Talent Agency CEO Jimmy, Jeremy Zimmer said Megan was not a great audio talent, not necessarily any kind of talent. Okay, so let me just say this to Harry and Megan, okay? The first thing is no, no. If I was advising you, no, no, no. Hollywood is sick as hell. 
you can't pay no attention to him. Right now, they all in a downturn up in Hollywood, okay? Uh, they said the suspects have no choice but to return to the UK where they can enjoy their perks. Okay, uh, that stopped because here he got money, okay? He just said he ain't got Prince money. That's what he's upset about, okay? Okay, so let me just say this. No to going back to the UK. You bunk and bridges. You can still uh, love your family, go visit every now and then. I say no. Here's the deal, Harry. Harry, what you didn't understand is you thought you married. See, let me just explain something about Harry, I think, what happened. Harry didn't realize he didn't marry a real black girl. <laughs> I think he thought, you know, because sometimes, you know, he's like, oh, my God, you know, I got, I'm, I'm not, she's exotic. She's I'm just saying, this is my thought. This is Carlotta one-on-one theory. Harry didn't realize he didn't marry a real a, a girl a, a girl that she's half black yes but she she never knew much about the black community and while Harry was excited to come over and probably possibly start a new life and thinking he was going to be with somebody probably different different from his old five hotty potty uh, 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 royals and stuff that's exactly where that fuck she wanted to be she wanted to be a royal she wanted to be accepted as a white royal. Harry thought he had somebody that was going to shake up the, 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 the fray, you know, be like his mama, like, you know, but no, she wanted to be accepted in that venue, but she wanted to be like, uh, but white in it. And they weren't playing that over in London. Okay. And Harry now realizes like, wait a minute, you just, you ain't nothing different. You ain't nothing exotic. You ain't, listen, Harry, no, she ain't. And here's the thing, Harry. She wasn't even famous in Hollywood. She was over in Canada on a on a on a on a show. Oh, here you do. <laughs> she wasn't even famous. Here, she wasn't even famous. She wasn't even famous in Hollywood. She's famous over there on Suits in Canada. Okay. So then she you come to Hollywood thinking she's gonna be running Hollywood. Now here's why you thought that. Because Tyler Perry loved Tyler. Yeah, I be having some criticism for Tyler. Oprah Serena, I'm Serena, all them people up there started attaching on. But the only reason they was attaching, Harry, my personal opinion, they wouldn't have known Megan from a can of paint if it wasn't for you. I said what I said, they wouldn't have cared. And I bet, all except for Tyler, something Tyler do be having a heart. You know what I'm saying? I bet all them be be ducking and diving away from you if you fall any further. Okay? So here's my advice here. Realize that you just married a girl who really want, who just really has no attachment. She's really... You didn't marry an exotic. You didn't marry anything different. You didn't marry a black girl. You didn't marry something different. You married somebody who who wanted to be accepted in the royal world has not as a little different black girl coming in or a biracial girl. She wants to be accepted as white and nothing else. She does not know how to use her difference. She does not have know how to use her difference to her advantage because she's always avoided her difference. Megan strikes me as a type of chick that may have heard. They see what here you don't understand in America is people have a lot of racial uh, 
racism has been such so hardcore in America on the American psyche. Some black people sometimes get into this thing where they don't even want to see race at all. Like they just they just it's so traumatizing that they just prefer to live like it's imitation of life. That's what you should watch here. Here you ain't ever somebody tell Harry to watch imitation of life. That's exactly what Megan Markley is, imitation of life. Okay, she's out there trying to be, she, race has been traumatizing for her, probably to her mama too, to the point where she ignores it, where she probably, when she heard racial jokes and stuff probably going on around her, she probably didn't even consider herself a part of it, okay? Listen, because Harry, you don't understand race in America, okay? And so you don't understand if she married a, 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 a black woman a biracial woman who is traumatized about her blackness and who shuns it and does not know how to use it and wants to be accepted in the white world. And she thought that by marrying you was her acceptance into the white world. Now, here, if you had married a real black girl up in these streets, somebody like a, you know, like a real chick, like me, maybe somebody like, I ain't trying to marry you, but I'm just saying, if you marry me, I love it. I would have loved being up in there in, that, in the cast. I would have used my blackness out of the way. I've been like, yeah. well, as soon as they say, what color that baby going to be? I'd be like, well, you know, my jeans are the dominant. <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> I'd be talking stuff back. I'd be having a good time. I'd be like, sure. I would be talking to the queen. Girl, now, wait a minute. You know. Now, wait a minute, Elizabeth. You know, see, see I'm, I'm a real, I'm, 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 I am a black woman. Okay, I don't shun my blackness. I don't shun the, the I don't shun it. Okay, Megan wants to shun what it is. She don't want no parts of it. She don't want to be thought of as that way. She's trying to be, uh, you know, she don't want to deal with it at all. And you thought you was going to have somebody to be able to tough and go up in there and stand up to your grandma and them, but she, she wasn't there to stand up to them. She was there she was upset when they nobody accepted when they stopped peep game on her, and they saw that she they didn't accept her as that. And one of the ways they attacked her is they attacked her racial instead of understanding race and racism, she doesn't understand it. And so when they started attacking her, they they went after the thing they knew she was weak in, which is racial uh race. And when they started attacking her, she started going up in her room being depressed and sad because she suddenly, y'all was giving her a picture of racism. She never dealt with it. Now, you're saying, how she never deal with it in America? She didn't because I believe, my personal belief is that she had disconnected herself and she put herself around people where she wouldn't always have to feel it and to the point where she she really started believing that she was a part of another world. She even said, I never thought of myself as a, a black woman. You, you, you heard, you listen to her podcast. She kind of told you that. So then when she comes to Europe, Europe and she marries into the ruling class, race is going to be the first thing they hit you with to see how tough you are. But see, you couldn't hit me with that shit. Because I would have came at y'all punk asses, okay? Whether you would either like me or love, you would either love me or hate me. Okay, but you wouldn't have got me up out that throne. That's why I know that. I'm here, baby. <laughs> right? Because I deal with race. Okay? But Megan, it was hard for her. That, it would have been hard for anybody. Trust me, it would have been hard even for me. But I'm tough. I don't I done dealt with being a black woman in America. She has not. Okay, she's tried to avoid it. 
So therefore, you got somebody who was in there trying to be, she was trying to be, she thought she was going to be the ultra, ultra acceptance into whiteness. And she went there, had called me, he said, and got her nigga wake up call. Okay. So Harry, now that you're in America, Megan wants to act like and got you because you don't know no difference. You want to act like a royal. America doesn't listen. Only royals America like is celebrities. Okay. You can't be over here trying to be the prince. You can't be over here trying to sell salacious books. You y'all should have dropped that shit on your podcast, not on Oprah. It's so many things y'all did wrong, and you need to take a piece of a, 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 a piece of understanding out of your uncle's life and how your uncle lived when he had, when he was uh, when he left the throne. You have to understand, they start having a place. They created a life for themselves now. They were bad that he was hanging with allegedly the Nazis. But other than that, you ain't got to do that. You should have been having Hollywood parties. You should be shaking off royalty whatsoever. Harry, you should have been getting a job maybe in one. I know you like to work with sports. They say you was over in Victus Games or something. You should have gotten the sports over here in the United States, started investing in sports teams or something like that, or bringing – a form of in, the Invictus Games to America and start investing in that and being big in that, being big uh, and maybe even in putting the producing movies and coming in exec and stuff like that, being a different kind of royalty, okay? That's what you should have did. But you, you thought you had somebody who knew how to work Hollywood, but she don't. She was working Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, you better peep game. She married the talent scout. What was she? Who was she married? What's the talent scout? She's a smart girl. She's a smart girl. She married. She's an actress, so she married the talent scout. And then when she wanted to go up, she found you. Hey, I ain't mad at that. That's Leo shit. Shout out to Mary. Okay. However, Harry, she don't know how to work the Hollywood game. And that's where you need to sit down with people who do understand the Hollywood game, okay? And you need to tell her little ass, shut up, sit down, take notes. You, she might even need to start working again because y'all need to shun it. Y'all need to shun whatever royal looks like in England. Y'all are that, but still become something different in America with a sense of your royalness, right? You, you carry that, that, that pedigree. You can't help but to do that. But you got to bring it differently in America. It's about understanding the space in which you're in. And I'm hoping you can still salvage that. Okay? You got to get this girl some therapy to help her help accept her blackness so y'all can be at the essence. So she can take her ass to the essence test and all that, be talking there. And all that. You got to know how to be put, putting her out, getting out in the space and becoming in your own way. So you're so used to having things hand it to you. And in America, they're going to want to hand them to you, too, because you already up in that class. But the problem is when they handed it to y'all, y'all didn't know what to do with it. You let Megan try to be out here running shit and trying to tell you how Hollywood works. And Megan don't know shit. She was just on food. Okay? So, Harry, please. Okay? This is just what I'm just trying to say. Hopefully, you can salvage career. Because you can't go back to the UK. They will drive y'all out of the UK. They already don't like Megan, okay? And they got good right not to like Megan. Okay? 
They already don't like, and it ain't just because she black. That's part of it, but it's, it ain't really because they got a lot of other stuff. She was over there in their face. Okay, so now you hear, so now you need to take control of this situation and say, all right, we got to do this Hollywood thing, right? I got to talk to some big time people in Hollywood, call them in, and we we need to rearrange our image and tell her to calm her ass down. Okay, so she don't know nothing about how to work that game. She's over there, like I said, before you got her, she was over there in doing TV shows in Canada. Nobody knew who the hell she was. Okay. That's what you got to do. Got to save the king. <laughs> That's quick. It's the king now. Because I can't go back to that Scorpio over there. That Scorpio's running London now. What's, what's Charles is running in Europe? Okay, oh, Great Britain, over there. See, that Scorpio, that Scorpio, he's going to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go back over there for that Scorpio. That Scorpio ain't going to let y'all live down for a minute. Okay, he be he going to be petty. I might be petty, too. I'm, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> Charles going to be petty. Okay, y'all already know they say he petty over there at King. He said he ain't like Elizabeth. You know, Elizabeth was a Taurus. Elizabeth was laid back in her ish, okay? The Scorpio loves it. He's going to amass all that power. Listen, one of the things about Scorpios, we like power, okay? So he's a mass. Like, you know, he's a, he didn't even want to be king, but he's happy he got it now. He's happy he's running that. He's happy, okay? So, you know, he's going to really love you, you groveling back. Don't do it here. Don't do it. Show him what you will gain his respect more if you turn it you 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 turn it around here in America. You become royalty without being royalty. That's the key in America, and that's through celebrity. Okay, and you need to make Megan's ass get outside of being on the little best and whatever the little boy. What's the little boy? Archie, and make her ass get out and start doing more charity events, more looking regular. Don't be having on no green like she over in London. Uh, 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 going out to wave the people. American people don't care nothing about that. She needs to be in some jeans, ponytail out here, you know, being regular at the little things, doing little charity events, having fun, look like she's down, all that, okay? You got to tell her, let her go of her queen dream. It ain't happening, okay? Your white queen dream. Your white queen dream ain't happening, Megan. That's what you need to tell her because she's going to mess up your life. You don't. All right, so also in the news, uh, listen, they saying that Bianca Sensory is pregnant with Kanye West's child. Child, and Kim is upset. Okay, now see, Kim, I understand this because if you know you don't have four babies and you wanted all the keys to that kingdom, I get it. Okay, <laughs> right, it is what it is. That's what she. Y'all think that Libra didn't want Kim. She wanted all the keys to the king. But here's the thing, Kim. Obviously, you did not have the kitty cat pedigree that this chick does to calm down Kanye. You couldn't handle it. You could not handle it. You had four babies with this man, and you could not handle He was all over the place. Kanye was out here giving rants. He's out here giving. Now, this girl, it's been a little while. I'm going to give her a little bit of time. I got to see Kanye after a year. Kanye so far ain't gave no rinse. He ain't been on the internet acting a fool. I'm like, she got magic coochie. But I don't know. It's, you know, it, I, I got to see. It's, it's been only a couple of months. I actually think she a handler. Because remember that dude, 
sidebar. Remember that dude, that trainer telling him if he didn't calm down, he was gonna he's gonna help him calm down. I think they done went and got somebody who calm him down. He probably she might be a hypnotist or something. <laughs> Cause remember, first they was using Cheney. Remember that girl Cheney? I think she really is a therapist or something. That girl Cheney or whatever he was running. He was calm with her at first, but then he started acting a fool again. But this one done calmed him all the way down. This one ain't no. This one's gonna, I don't know what she is. She magic over there, okay? But let's talk about it. According to uh, Pinkzilla, it says Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are once again in the news. They are now grabbing headlines again because of West's alleged wife, Bianca Century. The rapper reportedly got married to the Australian model in January of this year and has per latest reports, Kanye West Bianca, and Bianca Century are pregnant, and Kim Kardashian has a re- reaction on that. According to a TikTok user, the couple is expecting their first child. The user that goes by the handle at Gossip Gal News broke the news, has her reports. The TikToker user also claimed that Kim Kardashian isn't exactly over the moon after hearing this news. Now it must be kept in mind that these claims are alleged and might fall through as quickly as they rose. But even if the news disappears from the media outlets, one thing that will say in the ever-present headlines about the tension between Kardashian and West, okay, uh, Telling, to, talking to the mirror, Kendra Capobello, a licensed sex and couple therapist at Exclusive Couples Retreat, explaining what might be going on going through Kim's mind, looking at West's changed behavior since he allegedly got hitched with Bianca. Cabello explained it might be difficult for Kim to see Bianca receiving the version of Kanye that she had expressed a desire to have back. She continued a more stable version. The therapist added, Kim has publicly acknowledged that the challenge and emotional trauma of the last few years of their relationship. Cap Favalo stated that she believes Kardashian might feel envious of Bianca, who has experienced a more balanced side of Kanye West, the same side that Kim fell in love with. Uh, you know what? Kanye was never balanced. I don't know. Kim know exactly what she's going to get. Kanye was ranting and raving before he married Kim. Okay? Stop. Okay? Listen, Kim, here's the deal. I ain't going to tell you what this therapist is talking about. You might be jealous, okay? But, Kim, that you be glad. Sometimes it just don't work. Sometimes you try it out, right? You get married to the man, and you, you, you decided when you got married to him, okay, you decided after four babies, because you didn't have to have four, but you decided to have one, two, three, four, okay? You decided to have them four kids with him. Because you was trying to lock down that estate. That's my personal opinion, okay? Okay, Libra, you're trying to lock down the estate. Four babies, and so now you pissed because you like, he done made you vacate. You had to vacate the estate. No, I know how this is. This is Kim was raised. No, 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 no. Kim was raised by a dark-sided Scorpio named uh, Chris Jenner, okay, who is all about immersion power and money. She know the game. Okay, dark-sided Scorpios. I'm a Scorpio. I'm the light-sided one. But Darcy, we all got a Darcy. Darcy Scorpio gets it. She, she's like, hey, Kanye, get the baby, get them babies quickly. Like I did with Shapiro or like I did with Kardashian. Get your baby. Like I did with Bruce. <laughs> That's what she told me. Because she realized, see, what y'all don't understand about Chris Cyborg, Chris Jenner. I've always said it on this show. Chris is like one of the the pop most I always, I always call her pimp Chris because Chris understood she actually has a Scorpio like realistic Scorpio we we sometimes we psychic so she saw what her daughters were she was like dang I ain't 
maybe I ain't really did this motherhood thing that great. I got, these some wild cows I got out in these streets. These might be some hoes out here. Okay? So what am I going to do to make them make money? Okay, Kim done already got a sex tape with this fool, Rachel. What am I going to I understand what it is. Okay? I'm going to change this for her. I'm going to change the game for her. Okay? Chris changed the game. Okay? She changed the game starting with Kim. She taught Kim how to flip that sex tape, how to flip that money, how to flip everything. And Kim been moving ever since, and all the rest of the family been moving right on top of Kim. Okay, riding Kim like a train of glory. Okay, because Chris saw how to flip the game, how to flip her daughter's as a sexual. That some people call. I've heard one person say Kim uh, that that Chris Jenner is one of the best sex brokers in Hollywood. I ain't saying she's a sex broker, but I'm saying that's what people have said about her. Okay, because she learned how to sell. She knew her daughter. She had beautiful daughters, and I don't know they they got kind of they got some kind of you know loose ways maybe allegedly. And I'm gonna teach them how to flip. Okay? I'm gonna teach them how to get these these running down, run this money. Okay, because that's what. And you when you are when you 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 see the game plan, you lay it out. Scorpios do that. Okay? So she so she starts she flipped the game with 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 uh with her. Okay, so so when she flipped the game, she 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 also told her when she got with Kanye, hey, okay, this guy, go ahead and get your kids, set up get the money set up, set up that estate plan. Okay, that's some, Kanye is going to legitimize this family for being more than a sex broker. He's a star. He he's a, he's a star rapper that fell for it. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most legitimate dudes you've ever had that decided to marry you. Okay, but the problem is that there's a price for Kanye, and the price she got was crazy. She didn't realize it's crack crack. Okay, price was crack crack. Price was crack crack. Okay. He's a Gemini, okay? He's a Gemini out in these streets. And Kanye is a true definition of a Gemini. Kanye is a Gemini come to light. Kanye is a Gemini in all his full form. <laughs> he is that, okay? He's full-fledged Gemini with no medication, <laughs> okay? So, you know, and she's a Libra over there. And Libra's a Gemini, so y'all be saying they make good couples out of the street. You can Okay, so she, so Kim was like, shit, this is, this is wild, okay, this is, this is a lot, this is, I don't, I can't, I didn't sign up for all this, okay, and you decided that you could not handle it, you couldn't, you couldn't handle it, so when you gave him up, understand he's a man, Kim, you have four kids, I'm sure you, you knew early on that Kanye was a fool, it wasn't ever a stable Kanye, this is a, this girl over here got a whole different Kanye, I don't know what's going on over here, okay, but so now that she's over there, you abandoned the estate. She can have kids on your kid. She gonna she can have kids. She wanna set her estate in place, okay? And he's a man. Okay, he can have more kids. Okay. Oh no, it's real. I don't know if you got out earlier to see your mama. Chris is a different beast. I think Kim thought she was gonna do a Chris. You know what I'm saying? I like like. You know, because Chris, when she tied out the marriage with with with, with Kardashian, who was a big time lawyer in Hollywood, she went immediately to Bruce Jenner. Okay, Bruce Jenner at that time when Chris got Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner had been married twice. Okay, he had children of his own. He had a family. He had four kids. So listen, but she he was still the man. 
And he was fine back in them days. Bruce was fine back in them days, okay? Kim thought she was going to find. It ain't too many Bruce's out here, okay? And you've been sold in a hip-hop kind of class. Which I'm going to get to class and start talking about class in a minute here. You've been sold off to a lot of black guys, okay? Chris kept it white. No offense. This is how America works. I'm just trying to tell you. Don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to tell you what's the deal. That's why this week, when allegedly Kim was at a party trying to holler at Tom Brady, okay, I'm like, Kim, please, you know you can't get to Tom Brady for the world unless he's really down and out. Remember allegedly when they said that, that allegedly, that Leo DiCaprio was on the island somewhere or something, and the Kardashians on the same island, and he was like, they was like, his people was like, don't have to get nowhere near him. Why? Because they in another class here. They on the, the, the upper, upscale white dudes, and I want to tell black men is pay attention to gang, peep gang. Upscale white dudes don't want to be bothered with them chicks early on. They might screw them, but they didn't want to be bothered with them. Why? Because they, 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 they white. Why didn't they want to mess with them? But y'all did. Because they peep gang. Okay. And even though that, so what happened this week when they were saying that Kim was allegedly talking to him at that Mark Rubin party? Uh, there was a man, let me put this, let me pull it. I wasn't planning on talking about it right away, but there was a dude, I forget who the a celebrity was, that, and I wanted to talk about it and pull it up. Dave Portnoy, okay? Tom Brady can't date Kim Kardashian, but he can fuck her in a motel. Okay, this is what this man said. So let's take a listen, okay? Because see, I want to uh, see Kim. I'm talking about why you can't get upset, why you upset. But this is the, the, here's where we're at, okay? Let's 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 take a listen to what he said, and then I'm gonna get back to Kim and Kanye. Kim and Kanye then. Grilling got a little salmon on the grill. Just saw a post on Twitter. Uh, New York Post that Tom Brady is supposedly dating Kim Kardashian. I can't have this. I can't have this. Uh, it makes me want to puke. Now, I know Tom Brady is the same age as I am, and I have no right, who am I, to, like, talk about other people's dating game. I'm dating a girl much younger than me. People have said, so who am I, right? Who, who am I? Well, I'm the number one Tom Brady guy in the universe. He and I got, what, a combined 12 rings together? I've been in the trenches. I've gone to jail. Tom Brady can't date Kim Kardashian, okay? Kim Kardashian, listen, she's hot. She's a bazillionaire. But she's like a paparazzi girl. She f***s on camera to get famous. Sure, she's talented. She does other stuff. She ruins every man's life she touches. She's a Daily News, a page six, a reality TV girl. Nothing. I, I'm, a, I'm. What am I? I'm nothing. She's like. I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. But you're Tom Brady. You're better than that. If you're not better than that, none of us are better than that. It just drags him. And what Chris Jenner is going to be running his life? He's going to be on Meet the Kardashians and like talking about nail polish with Scott Disick and and Kanye and that other guy uh, who keeps having the babies. Uh, the Laker guy and, and Chloe and, and it's no, I don't want him in that world. 
Tristan Thompson were going to be like, it's going to be dinner with Tristan Thompson, Kanye, the Kardashians, and Chris Jenner. I, no. He's, he's no. He's better than that world. So I did a quick list here. Who he can date? Like, oh, Dave, you got all the answers. I don't know if these women are all taken, single, some are taken, but you get the point. Kardashian's an A-list, but she's like a, a, a 38. It's not the real A-list. It's not Scarlett Johansson, Kara Knightley, Halle Berry, Margot Robbie, Anna de Armas, Isaac Gonzalez, Candace Swainpole, Dula Pia, Taylor Swift, Zendaya, Rihanna. Like, these are real A-list. That's like who Tom Brady should be dating. He wants to f*** her. Go f*** her in a motel and, and gossip and tell your friends. We're not dating the Kardashians, Tom. You're better than that. If you're not better than Oh, he's doing some black girls to make you feel better. Now, at one point, uh, <laughs> at one point, you know, I would say Rihanna would have been on that list because remember who was they say was crazy about Rihanna? You, you, the rumors were was Leo DiCaprio was on that, like was throwing her birthday party. Rihanna messed up on that. Rihanna, what was you doing? You could have had them two babies by Leo. Like, I don't know what you do. I don't know what, man. Rihanna could be making bad choices down the street. Leo was on giving her, he went, they said he had never given no girls birthday parties. Allegedly, he had given Rihanna a birthday party. Like, Rihanna was that girl for a minute. Anyway, I don't know where now where they stop Rocky running around here. <laughs> Listen, it tells you class in America. What he really meant to say is this girl has been on camera. She was a porno star, and the only people who seem to wipe her, wipe her up are athletes, black athletes and black uh, uh, black rappers. She's not in your league, Tom. No, that's what he was saying. That's that's class in America. That's class and race in America. He's doing some black girls in there for fun. Zendaya, Zendaya probably is able. But listen, that's why he did black black like. You see how this man is saying saying stuff about Kim Kardashian? He, this man would have said this without if she didn't even have four kids. Because he understood what he 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 understood that 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 Tom is of a different class. I don't understand why you guys haven't understood that. But here's the deal. So Kim is out here in these streets, right? And she's got four kids. And I think what's going on is that Kim is still sad. Yes, Kanye probably is going to have more children, Kim, because you abandoned that. That was the biggest legitimate thing that y'all had to legitimacy. Chris knew that. But I think you made a big, bad, a bad decision by having four children. It's a beautiful baby, so I bless it. Glad you got your poor baby. But you are now out in these streets, a mother of four, with a, with a, a baby daddy who kind of crazy on Sundays and not so crazy. He has, since you've gotten rid of Pete, he's been calm. He ain't did nothing. You over there single and messed up in these streets. See, all the other dudes done Pete game on it. Now they listening to these white dudes saying, these white dudes are shunning them like a Yes, they did shunning them. But not only that, now they seeing you starting to become, now they seeing you with four kids and a crazy baby daddy. And over 40. Is she over 40? Over 40. Okay? Kim, it is what it is. Okay? So here's the deal. You made these decisions. I suggest that you learn to get along with Bree. What's the new girl? What? Does the new wife? 
get along with the new wife. Okay, because the new reality is that you may be hot looking, but you're not as hot in these streets as you once perceived yourself to be. Okay, and Chris tried to give y'all game, but y'all didn't get game. Okay, <laughs> y'all didn't get it out of the way. She did what she had to do. She did. She gave you, Chris done built you up with money. Okay, and that money is because Chris understood that at some point, this is my personal opinion. I ain't saying for sure, but this is my personal opinion on Chris. Chris understood that at some point people's gonna recognize that y'all y'all might be considered hoes out in the streets, okay? High class, okay? And so at least you have your money to comfort. Now it's gonna always be a man out there willing to take you, take up with you, okay? I'm not saying that. I ain't saying you can't get the Tom Brady's of the world. I'm just saying it's gonna be extra hard. It's gonna be a re- revamping of your whole complete self, okay? Then what you sold to you would have to revamp yourself completely than what you've been selling to these to a lot of black athletes and, and, and singers. And this is a lesson for black and male athletes, black rappers and R&B stars and all this stuff. I have said before on my show, okay, and this is not to be racist. It's about class, race, everything. When you are all going for the same group of the same woman over in Hollywood, white woman in Hollywood, this white family, the Kardashians, and hardly none, the only black men, only white men they got around them is Scott Disick. Courtney broke off. Courtney got that rocker dude because she broke all the way out from him. She ain't hardly talking to him right to them, okay? When you see that, when you see that, you got to ask yourself, why is all these white dudes not, uh, 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 oh, why is it only us? What they trying to sell us? What ain't right? Why they? What they know that we don't know? <laughs> That's what you gotta ask yourself, okay? <laughs> they didn't want to wipe her up after she had been on a sex tape with Ray J. They like, please, who's gonna wipe up? I'm not gonna wipe her up. <laughs> Pete was, cause Pete's of a different class. Okay, but the high, the dudes, they couldn't get, they can get the high-end black dudes, but they can't get the high-end white ones. This is, this is not, I'm not trying to be me. And now it's, they're struggling with the high-end black dudes. But you, but Kim, Kim probably still got more of a shot at the high-end ones, black men. Because, because your standards ain't set the way they standards are. I'm not saying you got to be mean in classes. But I'm saying that when white males do that, sometimes there's reasons behind that. You got to peep game what's going on around you, okay? You got to peep game when you got a hot girl, but she all she seems to do is like black males. Like you like you like like you ain't never dating no white guys. You got to ask questions, you know, because you want to make sure she ain't prejudiced against her own people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's going on here with white men? Why don't you date white men and stuff like that? It's just like it's like what's her name? What's the chick? Uh, 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 what's the girl's name? Uh, the 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 transfer. What's the girl who thinks she black? What's the one in Howard? Zoe. What is her name? Oh my God! The Howard University. The one that went to Howard University. I forget her name, but the woman who was pretending she was black for many years, she ran the head of NAACP and all this stuff, and she pretended to be black. And one of it was it was interesting. I heard one therapist, and I forget the therapist's name, break down the psychology, and it was a, it's a few people they caught doing that, not just her. And what they found is what she I remember the therapist says, well, a lot of those women 
because because of what's happened to us as a black 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 community with race we 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 sometimes have racial sickness racial identity problems we're in our community there's a lot of colorism that goes on uh light's better dark's not this and all this stuff it's just always crazy stuff right and so because we're dealing with that mental that mental aspects of our ancestors from slavery they passed a lot of that stuff down okay and so Women like uh, Rachel Zolodak, Rachel Zola, 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 Rachel, what's her name? I forget her name, Rachel, whatever. I forget her name, but but she was able to come over into the black community and pass. She wanted to pass for fair. She passed for fair skin. I heard this therapist say that was interesting to her because a lot of times in the black community, fair skin is put on a pedestal. And there were other women who did this too in the black community that was passing as black and they weren't black. They found the, I think an Indian lady who was a big professor at a, a, one of those big time Ivy League colleges and stuff that was doing the same thing. It was a whole lot of people because what happens is, and what this therapist said, and I keep forgetting to forget the therapist's name, but she says uh, they're taking advantage of the hierarchy of, of, and the sickness of colorism in the black community because where they might can't get a white male of high stature over in uh, be, um, as a white person, as a white person, they know if they cross over into the black community and pretend to be black, they'll be considered a light skin or what's considered high value. Not saying light skin is high value, but what what our sickness with color has done, and a lot of time they'll be they can get better men better choices by pretending to be a biracial black woman or pretending to be black or pretending to be their choices suddenly get up because we have a problem with colorism. And so they will exploit that problem. Sort of like what the Kardashians done. Okay. The white boys ain't falling for it because they like, nah, you just ain't cutting the muscle. It don't matter if you yell, it don't matter if you white, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But they can come over into the black community and cut a certain muster because of our, our ideas of race, colorism, what racism, racism has done to us and afflicted us. So I thought this was very interesting. I hope you understood what I was saying. I thought it was a very interesting uh, thing that they put that out there about Kim and uh, uh, uh this week and 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 what Kim is probably facing now, you know, in terms of even black dudes who got it going on and stuff probably don't want to deal. They say I already got kids and stuff with no four baby, you know what I'm saying? Four babies and a crazy baby daddy, <laughs> right? So, but now, but but she got to be. I would just accept that young lady. You know, it is what it is. You abandoned the fort. You abandoned the estate. It's probably gonna be about three other kids on that estate. Maybe. Maybe Kanye will have some mercy. And <laughs> not have no kids. I doubt it. Right? So it is what it is. That's an inter- I just thought that was interesting, okay? Uh, also, let's see what we need to talk about in the streets, what we need to talk about last week. Um, do I have it up? Okay, Shakari Richardson uh, is back, and I'm so proud of Shakari. I'm going to shout out because, you know, I was on Shakari a couple of uh, – a year or two ago when she wasn't winning, and she was, yep, 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 yep. She was talking, and she wasn't winning, okay? But I said, Shakari, get yourself disciplined. Because I said what Shakari had was a beautiful gift. 
she could run real fast. And sometimes when people are naturally gifted, sometimes they take advantage of the fact that they're naturally gifted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can sing sometimes, you like, I always say this about Jennifer Hudson, okay? She's gotten better over the years, but I always used to call Jennifer Hudson a lazy singer. That's one of the reasons I stopped liking her on American Idol. She was my favorite at first. But one of the reasons I stopped liking her on American Idol is because she would get out, she had this big old beautiful voice, but that's all she thought she had to do. She didn't have too much of, sometimes she wouldn't, her stage presence wouldn't be that good. Whereas Fantasia, who has a beautiful voice, but it's not that big, it's not that powerful, but Fantasia works the hell out of her stage. She got stage presence. She do everything because she work hard. She ain't no lazy singer. But sometimes if Jennifer got the big old beautiful voice, but Jennifer thinks that that's all she got to depend on. Well, this is what I was saying about Shakari. Shakari thinks that all she's going to choose is going to get out there and run. That's what she was thinking. But Shakari then came back. She done, she done did the thing. That's why she was mad at Espies. And I'm mad at them with you, Shakari. They invited you when, like she said, they invited her when she wasn't being, she wasn't in her best self, but then they ain't inviting her now that she's at her best self. She said she's different now. I said, I know that's why I invite her now. She in her right mind, it sounds like, okay? But let's write, let's read about this. This is according to USA Today. It says, I'm not back, I'm better, Shakari Richardson puts world on notice for a 100-meter title, okay? says, uh, uh, Shakari Richardson made an emph- uh, emphatic statement Friday night at the USA Track and Field Championship, flying to a win in women's 100 at Hayward Field at, with a 10.82 finishing strong despite a slow start. The win capped an impressive 30 hours for the 23-year-old Richardson, who ran a personal best and then world-leading for just about 24 hours, 10.71 in the first round, and easily won her semi earlier Friday evening with a time of 10.75 seconds. With the win, Richardson qualifies for the World Championships in Budapest, Hungary, which will be held August 19th through the 27th. She is seeking her first world title. After being introduced to the crowd, Richardson dramatically shed her bright orange wig, tossing it into tossing it to the track and revealing long braids. And the crowd oozed. The braids were shaped into a star just over her right ear, reminding to everyone of her place in the sport. After crossing the finish line, Richardson took a victory lap with a, with a fierce glare across her face. But she smiled when she claimed when she climbed into the stands to hug her family as she posed for. Photos with fans. Eventually, she, eventually she made her way to NBC's Lewis Johnson, telling him, "The thing I remember the most, I stood here with you in 2021. Now I'm standing here with you again, and I'm ready mentally, physically, emotionally, and I'm here to say, I'm back. I'm better, and I am so proud of you, Shakari. That's the only thing he was trying to act. You was out here in these streets, and you was making excuses for the reason you didn't go that last time." And all these crazy things, and now it seems like you on point. You got your head on straight, and I'm keep your head on straight. Keep your head on straight. Keep mentally doing the thing, and and you will you gonna go. You gonna win it. You will win it all. I really believe that. But I just really think that the first person we saw was just we was like, oh Lord, what's going on out in these streets? Okay, it's crazy. So good for her. Shout out to Shakari. Okay, um, okay. We're going to talk about Tasha Scott. Look, I mean, we're going to talk about, we got to go on break. Okay, when I come back, we got to talk about Monique Daniels. I ain't talked about Monique and, and Chris getting a divorce. Have I talked about Monique and Chris getting a divorce? I think I talked about it a little bit, but I ain't talking about We got to talk about how y'all can't go on reality TV with these struggle marriages. No, you know, because you know, you can't go on reality because a reality TV will break up a struggle marriage, okay? So we got to talk about that, and we got to talk about, uh, uh, we got to talk about uh, Usher Baby Daddy. 
I mean, not Usher Baby Daddy. <laughs> I mean, Kiki Palmer Baby Daddy, okay? Shad, apparently, what did I tell y'all? Apparently, Kiki was already done up in these streets, allegedly. The T is allegedly out in these streets. That Kiki Palmer, and I told y'all that was a freaking dress, okay? okay? I told y'all that was a, a countdown dress, okay? But the rumor is that Kiki was done. So that he he what well, he was he was just up there. He the, the target got hit. She hit her target. He got hit and he was upset. Okay, he was gonna talk about Beyonce and these struggle tickets for the Renaissance tour. <laughs> oh no! Don't get mad, Beehive. Okay, I know y'all like oh god. Okay, we gotta talk about that. Uh, we got so much to talk about, man. I let me see. Let me see. Okay, we gotta talk about. I gotta remember because I gotta put. You know, y'all know how I be doing. I gotta put these stories up because you know I be y'all be telling me, Carlotta, you forgot to talk about that one story. And I'm like, oh, I did, did not. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna make sure I get the Kiki uh, Palmer story up and more and all that stuff. We'll we'll, we'll get it together when I get back. Okay. Meanwhile, we're gonna listen to some music. Let's start off with uh, what do I have? Oh, and I forgot to tell y'all, oh, Denise Williams, do what you feel. Did I announce that? I don't think that was, a, that was the last one. I don't know if I announced that. But, okay, so what we're getting ready to listen to now is, um, how am I going to see? This is why I hate. I've been trying to be flowing with it. But y'all know how I be doing. I try to flow, and then it goes all crazy, okay? Let's listen to Ellie Mae and Babyface. Keep so following. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. We gonna get trying to get all these stories out today, okay? I'll be back in a moment. Every day like the first day, still get butterflies. Oh yeah, middle of the night, we all the way, baby, baby. Ain't no looking around in first place. So I love him even more and it's worth it He's always there for me And I don't know why he don't ever give up Put me on and above, yeah But every time he does, I'm right back at I keep on falling in
for the very best in government, politics, celebrity entertainment, music news. Tune into the Carlotta Chatwood Show right here on Block Talk Radio. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis was in their bag and SOS man. I don't care what nobody say, okay? That just be good to me song? Oh, that's a dope song, boy. But that is a desperate song. It's a dope song, but it's desperate. <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't care about your other girl. You just be good to me. I don't care that you got all them chicks. Just be good to me, okay? It doesn't even matter. You so fine, it doesn't even matter, okay? My friends always tell me you a user. I don't even care. Okay, dang, that's some love for your ass, okay? <laughs> All right, it's the CC Show. I am Carlotta. We are back up in these streets, Twilight Zone streets, as I like to call them. We are talking about celeb news. Let's get to it. Monique. Monique from Real Housewives of Potomac. And what else is she on with Carlos' show? What's the show? Oh, dang, I forgot the new show. The Marriage in D.C. or Potomac? Where is it? There's another Potomac D.C. marriage show, okay? Okay, Monique, y'all been suspecting Monique breaking up with the dude forever, okay? Monique, Monique, when Monique went on to um, Real Housewives of Potomac, I knew uh, Monique Samuels and Chris Samuels was not going to make it because reality TV shows all your flaws. Like, it shows everything. It shows, if you, if Monique, listen. Monique was finding herself, okay? You know, it's one of the most dangerous things is when a woman starts finding herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and Monique was doing that within the context of the marriage, okay? So when Monique was finding herself, baby, she looking good out in the streets. Rumors was out in the streets that there was a trainer out there. Now, Monique, hold on. I know you ain't let this man for no trainer, allegedly. Take a child, please, okay? Mm-hmm. You should have been at the Usher counter with Kiki. <laughs> you ain't left. And Chris looking good now. Have y'all seen Chris? Chris done lost that weight. Chris looked good. I was like, whoa, whoa. And people are like, see, that's what happened because we got rid of money. No, 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 no. That's what happens when you, when you, when you when you let go in a stretch, when you was you was holding on to something that wasn't in your Monique wasn't in Chris's. Can we see that Monique probably wasn't in Chris's league? Chris kind of got something I think he wasn't ready for. Now he's ready for it, and now she's gone. Is that a marriage he wasn't ready for? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Monique Samuel, uh, this is according to Jasmine Rand, is finally speaking out since filing for divorce from her husband, Chris Samuels, on Thursday, July 6th. Uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac alum went live and confirmed that she and Chris indeed are going their separate ways after 11 years of marriage. During her live, Monique shared the reasons why their relationship came to an end. She revealed that she and Chris had grown apart, describing their marriage as a battlefield. We could see that on TV. Monique admitted that the process of getting a divorce feels like a death. And, you know, I'm sure it does because one thing about Monique and Chris, can I just say this, okay? It's sort of like when I saw Tamar, Tamar and what's that boy's name? What's who Tamar was with? Child, what's his name? I don't forget the big boy's name. What's his name? Tamar was with. Who was the dude? The, oh, 
was going on? Why did I forget Tamar? I got to look it up. That makes me mad. I can't remember Tamar's ex-husband's name. What's going on here? Let me look it up. Vince. When Tamar and Vince was together, if you ever seen Tamar and Vince together, one thing you can say about Tamar and Vince, they look so close. They look like they had a friendship. And I believe that's, that's real. But Tamar is a Tamar, Tamar is, but she's hard to tame. No, oh, it is what it is, okay? It is what it is. Vince was trying to do it, but he was eating, he was eating the house at home to do so. Stop <laughs> no, 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 no. thinking I'm being mean. No, I'm not. No, Vince done lost weight since he didn't get, since Tamar done, him and Tamar done broke up, okay? Okay. This was, it wasn't that Tamar was bad, okay? Tamar is a lot, Tamar is big. She's a big personality. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She wants to be a singer. She wants to be this. Tamar is, Tamar is alive and in charge, and that's a bit, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot, okay? And Vince was trying to handle, he was working, managing, managing different people, trying to handle Tamar's big-ass personality, trying to get her and her sisters on a reality show, trying to do all that. I mean, it was, until you you could see that that it was a strain, okay. I think her. I think it was just a strain, and I think the same thing with Chris, right? I think Chris was trying to hold up all the beautiful things, the things that he 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 used to get Monique, but he was falling apart under him. He really ain't about to. It's not that he. It's not that he a bad dude. He just ain't about the. He ain't a dude that's probably about that Monique life. Like, Vince, to me, wasn't a dude that was about that Tamar life, okay? It's not, and, and Tamar wasn't a chick that was about that, you know, that life. It was tough. You could just see it, okay? And I feel like that's the one thing relationship I can compare it to, okay? It just felt like Monique was struggling, and he was too. He says, she says, you know, she says, like, going through a death, but the same, one of the things I could see with Monique and Chris, they had that same bond. Monique and Monique and Chris seem to have that same bond that Vince and Tamar had. Like, it's real love there. I don't believe it wasn't. It's not no love there, right? I don't believe that, okay? I just believe that both of them were in different places when they got married. And now, see, marriage is about you want to, the, the, the goal is to stay together forever, okay? The goal is to death do it. But a lot of times, you fail at it. Evolution happens. The challenge of marriage is can we evolve and still like each other? Okay? And a lot of times you evolve and you don't like the MS no more. You don't like motherfuckers. You like, I've evolved and they don't like you. You don't like you don't, you don't like them like that. You like each other, you love each other, but you don't like. So when Monique says it feels like a death to her, I really believe her. Because I, one thing I said, see, I, one of the things you used to always notice about her and Chris. When they would get into it, even on reality TV and stuff like that and everything, they'd be laughing afterwards or they'd come together and laugh about something or something. You could tell they were friends. Same thing with Tamar and Vince. Except for, I heard some other stuff with one of them. But, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. What I think about, I know people are going hard on Monique and everything like that, but I really uh, think that, and that's because Monique was flamboyant on that show. And Monique should have known that her personality was the one thing that was going to stick out on that reality show. And she was going to be considered a bitch if anything happened to this marriage, okay? As previously reported in October 22nd, rumors first service that the pair were calling it quits while Monique, Kim, was 39, previously admitted that her marriage with her husband was struggling in some areas. 
She denied rumors and said they were not getting a divorce. Uh, during the latest chat with her followers, Monique doubled down and admitted they were indeed going through a rough patch, but last year, patch last year, but were still fighting for their marriage. Last year was very rough when we were going through our motions and we were trying to figure things out. The goal was not to get divorced. Chris and I were trying every which way to figure out how do we get the connection back to how to how do we bring it back together. We weren't seeking a divorce. The Love and Marriage UC star went on to discuss her children and how important her, her and Chris to set a good example for them. She said, we have three children who are watching us, our actions and how we interact with each other, how we run our households. That is literally an example for our children of how we are going to, how they're going to live their life. I don't want our children to ever be in a relationship where they feel like they're not being heard, whether that's on my side or Chris's side. Uh, and so basically she said that, uh, uh, that it, it was that, that, uh, they've just gone grown apart. I believe that I believe reality TV was the nail in the coffin partly because I believe reality TV was done. Now, I don't believe that was Chris's idea, Monique. I believe that was totally your idea uh, because Monique is a big personality. I believe Monique's desire to be a celebrity, okay? And um, Monique, there's, I've heard different rumors. I don't know if it's true that if Monique, some people say that Monique, when she met Chris, it was very different for her in her life. She was at a downturn in her life when she met Chris and she started going, they started being together. Chris was like her come up. Chris, Chris changed her life, basically, okay? Allegedly, that's what I'm hearing in these streets, okay? And so has that happened when Monique grows, she has these children, she has beautiful, I think they have three children together or something like that. Um, the personality that was always there uh, is going to emerge somewhere. I think that probably Chris maybe listen, fellas. When you get chicks at a when you get not fell and fellas and chicks, this same thing to women too. Okay, men and women. When you get people at a place in their life where they're not totally together, or they're at a what I call a discount. Uh, be very careful because at that point, when, once they begin to change, once they begin to evolve, and this can happen in any marriage, even if you're all together and y'all all come together, because marriage is about evolution and change, okay, and surviving that. You you can still end up, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because, it, I mean, basically people, people you got to find out who that person is, what their hopes and their dreams are, what their goals are beyond where they look at, because ain't nobody seeing where they at. You know what I'm saying? So if Monique was at a down space in her life, Monique, Chris was to come up. And once she came up and got into her proper energy, well, that's a different person. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, you know, one of my favorite stories is the story of Avita. I think it was Avita. I can remember. I can't hardly remember parts of it. But what I remember about the story of Avita, the, the, surreal, the true life story of Avita, uh, and uh I'm going to look this up real quick so I can tell y'all what I mean by Chris. This is what I'm going to say because y'all be, y'all be saying, excuse me, Eva Perone, the story of Eva Perone, okay? Uh, Eva Perone uh, uh, was, uh, ended up being, uh, 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 she ended up being Argentine, I think, uh, the queen, like the head of Argentine, first lady of Argentina. 
But the story of how she got there was pretty interesting, okay? Um, like, one would just say that Eva Perone probably most powerful thing may have been she was a beauty, she was a charmer. Um, but she had a a knack. Let me just say this. She she knew how to move up. Like Eva Peron was every man that she was with took her to another level until she was with the last man who was the president of Argentina who made her the well-beloved politician and influencer over Argentina. But Eva was always that bitch. No, 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 no. Eva was always that. Eva was always, and Eva, she knew Eva moved when it was over. When it was over, Eva, I must have like a social climber when I saw the movie. If you ever see me, uh, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina with Madonna. <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd be like, damn, Eva was moving too. But Eva understood something. Eva understood that every, I think the men didn't understand. The men never understood that Eva was huge. She was always huge. And once they were, they realized that she was huge, her personality, her face had outgrown the relationship. It almost made her look like a bitch. But Eva was going someplace, and you weren't going to stop her ass. Okay? No, 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 no. No, Eva's one of them type of chicks. She's a mover. You weren't going to stop her. Eva was going to be moving. Was, Eva was heading her way up to, uh, to be first lady of Argentina. As the wife of President Juan Domingo Perón. She was born in poverty, they say, in a rural village of Las Palatas. And, and, and you has the youngest of five children. Okay. Uh, she, and wait a minute, she moved to the nation's capital of Buenos Aires to pursue a career as a radio and film actress. Already she's an actress. She's, like, she's, 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 she's about that life. She, 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 she likes to be seen. Okay. Eve was huge. Okay. So, Monique's that type of shit. Okay. Monique likes to be seen. Monique is big, okay? And Chris is like, dang, I just want to be in a bag now. <laughs> she got me up on this reality TV. But Chris likes that bigness, but can you handle that bigness? Because she ain't going to stop being who she going to be. She going to be who she going to be. <laughs> right? And that's what I loved about the story of Eva Perone, because Eva Perone was, it was it seemed ruthless when you watch the movie, if what I can remember of it. I was like, damn, she had jumped from one part. She was she jumping. She was jumping. I mean, when it was over, it was over. Eva was on to the next. Because <laughs> Eva had someplace to be. And that, and once the men realized how big she was, sometimes they see, they be like, I can't even handle it. It's too much going on here. But when she finally got to Juan, Juan got it. He was president. He said, I, she, I see right where she belongs. Right? That is sort of like the Monique, Monique Sanders, I think. Um, when you see the Monique of the world, some people like that. Monique is that chick. Monique, Monique is like big. And I think Chris had a hard time dealing with that. And I think they both invented bring him on reality TV, obvious place where they were struggling because she loves the lights and she likes the bigness of things. It just destroyed the marriage. But again, you ain't going to stop. 
Monique trying to move somewhere. See, I wouldn't be surprised if Monique be on another reality TV show, okay? That's not just it, 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 talking about the end of the marriage, okay? It is what it is. All right. Now, we you know, got that out the way. Let's talk about Beyonce and these ticket sales plummeting. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I told y'all. They, they cancellation for production issues. My ass, okay? No, I, I, hey, listen, I don't, this is just rumors on these streets. But it says, big, uh, resellers lose millions. Tickets now go for as, go as low as $30. Okay, this is according to MediaTakeout.com. Beyonce is in the midst of her most historic Renaissance tour. And just a few years, a few days ago, it was impossible to get tickets for her U.S. dates for less than a few hundred dollars. But Media Takeout confirmed that the demand for Beyonce tickets has plummeted. Media Takeout learned that Beyonce tickets are now selling for as low as just $30, well under the face value of the tickets. What happened when Beyonce announced her tour, resellers and ticket brokers quickly brought up the tickets and jacked up the prices. Media Takeout, sidebar, okay? I told y'all that I've heard rumors for years that 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 sometimes these celebrities will use these ticket brokers and stuff. This is just rumors I've heard to sell their tickets to make it look like it's bigger than what the concerts are bigger than what they are and they hope y'all come along and start buying them for that price and everything. But I have warned y'all, I said, Beyonce, that's a dangerous game to play if y'all playing it, if y'all playing it, because what's gonna happen is you're gonna look like you sold out but ain't nobody gonna buy them tickets. You your fan base ain't got two thousand dollars. Your tech fan base ain't Taylor Swift. But Beyonce didn't like to play. Her and Jay-Z didn't like to play like they do. What happened when Beyonce announced her tour? Recent, uh, okay, now those same tickets have dropped in value and their ticket brokers are being left holding the bag. Media takeout calculated that the tens of millions of dollars has been lost by those brokers. But the good news is Beyonce still got her money. Is that true? Did she get her money? If it is true what they're saying out on these streets, that often these companies work in alliance, some of these ticket-broking companies, now if it's true, these are the rumors, I'm here, just rumors, that these ticket-broking companies deep in the underground, deep, 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 deep in the underground, work in conjunction with these celebrities to, to get more money for their tickets. To look like it's sold or something. This is stuff you won't hear. This is what I heard deep on the underground levels, okay? I ain't saying it's true. I'm just saying the rumors that are deep, deep, deep down in the record industry's alleged dirty tactics, okay? Alleged, okay? Did she get her money? We'll see how they treat Beyonce in the next couple of years if this tour, if she, if that's how you'll know. Because these people are going to start realizing, oh, she's a lot. She's a lot. Listen. She done lost money on Adidas. Adidas lost a lot of playing with her ass, okay, with that Ivy Park. Adidas, all they had to do was go look at House of Duke, House of Darion, and they would have known to not invest in no clothing thing with Beyonce. People out here trying to play still. Okay. Now they know it. They saying, uh oh, this ain't what we thought it was. Wait a minute, we thought she was selling tickets like I told y'all Beyonce was a bubble, like the real estate ain't really what it's worth. It's, it's, it's lies. 
Beyonce looks like she a, a, a Taylor Swift artist, but she ain't. Because her fan base ain't got the coins to be paying $5,000 for a ticket. But Beyonce be trying to buy, believe in her own hype. Beyonce really thinks she Michael Jackson out here. Beyonce, you're not Michael Jackson, okay? Michael Jackson had the Taylor Swift fan base plus the Black American fan base. Now, you have some of the people in the white fan base, but they're more curious about you. And the black fan base is, too, because really, Beyonce, when you release these albums, Renaissance drops, like, quickly. And you should be up there with Taylor Swift sales and the way they hype you up. You should be up there with Taylor Swift sales and Adele sales, but you ain't. I've been saying it to you. I've been telling y'all bubbles. Not real. Like the housing market when everything looks like it's good and these houses are selling way over they worth. And all of a sudden, something come along and pokes the bubble, and you find out it's just it's a recession right now. It's telling these artists how big they really are, and Beyonce is no different. Oh, she's learning a hard. Oh God, it's this more. I tried. I've been saying for years. I Beehive been calling, writing. When I told y'all how big, I said, I said Disney failed with Beyonce. Beyonce might be one of the reasons some of these Disney workers getting laid off. Just crawl out a one-on-one theory. I ain't saying that's why, but Black is King was a failure. Read the stories about Black is King. He got bust the top. Did he bust the top 10 or 12? He didn't even do it. Now Beehive was nowhere in. The Swarm, I mean, was nowhere in. I call them the swarm because they're not a hive. A hive is a great, is a big amount. They are swarm. They like a little swarm. They come on. It's really, it's not, it, it, y'all think it's a hive, but it's not. It's height. Y'all make sure y'all thought y'all really got something for Matthew G. Y'all hyped it up too much, maybe. I might want to cash out. They saying Beyonce still got her money, giving the tickets will buy that face value by the brokers. The better news is that Beyonce tickets are now very affordable and her fans can get to go for a year's shows without having to take a mortgage on their home. Child, please. Let me tell y'all. This is might be to 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 when y'all go to them beehive shows and when y'all go to these shows around the United States where recession is and y'all see all these fancy seats, this might be an excuse. See, the brokers brought up all the tickets and they couldn't sell them at the high price. I got my money. My tour done made a lot of money. I, when I knew when her tour, when she was hyping her tour numbers, I said, Beyonce, quit lying. I read this. Child, I ain't got time. We could deal with y'all with the bubble that's known as Beyonce knows. It's a bubble. It's a it's a bubble. I told you to stop messing with don't start messing with Tasha K. Okay, you didn't. I'm glad, okay? But Tasha K gave a little bit more dose this week. <laughs> Tasha went on 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 Beyonce you came back about Beyonce on her mom talking talking about Miss Tina. Getting her house broken in, but you know she ain't got nothing to do with Messina getting her house broken in. Messina got a ha- her house broken in this week. Apparently, a million dollars worth of jewelry and all this stuff got stolen. 
But Tasha K talked about it on her show. Y'all got to watch it. She went on to say, talking about where was where was Richard? I said, wait a minute. Don't, don't she do this? Talking about she ain't seen Richard with Miss Tina in months. Miss Tina is beyond, is Tasha out here telling What's going on? Man? I noticed it, but I wasn't going to say nothing. That's my business. But Tasha brought it up. Said she ain't been, and said she noticed that Tina didn't have no ring on. Playing some rumors in these streets, Miss Tina. You got out in them single streets again, Miss Tina. You gonna be on Macro Vote Cruise? If Miss Tina single, she gonna be on the cruise. Watch out, Macro. Miss Tina gonna be on that cruise with you. If she single, Miss Tina gonna be on that cruise. That's how you gonna know Miss Tina single. Miss Tina gonna be on the cruise, baby. Without Richard, now she's never Richard, okay. Miss Tina gonna get some of my old girlfriends and go up on that cruise, baby. <laughs> Miss Tina, is you is you married still? Because I already told you good mess with Tasha K over there. She done brought up a whole subject. I'm sitting here going, hey, that's cool. I'd be noticing it, but I wasn't going to say nothing. But Tasha brought it up like this. Talking about why wasn't Richard at home? I said, dang, maybe he was at a movie set, Tasha. But yeah, good point. I love Miss Tina, okay? I don't want to. We like, me and Miss Tina like Maxwell. We both like, we are, we, I feel Miss Tina, okay? Miss Tina, just leave it alone, okay? But I am wondering, because I'm like, dang, time to bring up a good point. I ain't think. Child, it's a mess out here. Okay, let's talk about Kiki. We just talk about Kiki this week. Kiki Palmer's boyfriend. How's couples relationship not perfect in new interview? It's according to Yahoo.com. It says, before Kiki's boyfriend, Darius Jackson, came under fire for remarks he made on social media about his girlfriend's clothing choice, the couple opened up about their relationship, saying they're not perfect. On this, on this week's episode of Note Stars Podcast, this is filmed before I hear Kiki went on that trip or whatever. Baby, it's Kiki Palmer. Uh, the couple opened up about the trials and tribulations of having a relationship in the public eye. So Kiki Palmer calls the current relationship partnership extremely private. He didn't think so because he put that tweet out there. They also agreed that taking it public was overwhelming and intense at first. And it's like you almost feel the pressure of needing to just be perfect, Jackson said. And so it's really confusing me and infiltrated my mind because not only did I have to hold myself to a perfect standard, I was also holding you to a perfect standard as well. Jackson continues saying that any exposed flaw for EVM could trigger World War III because it's like, man, you're – you know you're not perfect, he added. Um, Palmer's mother, Sharon Palmer, who was also on the podcast episode, began clapping during Jackson's comments and added that she was glad he's seen that. Okay, listen, let me tell you something. Okay, now the rumors that are in these streets is that, now I don't know, I can kind of leo this ass because some people are saying that was his real name. It's not really Darius. It's Darius is his nickname. I don't know. But Darius, we're going to call him Darius, okay? Let me just say this, okay? The rumors are in these streets, the rumors, okay, that he was going after Instagram, trying to fly out Instagram models and been with a fitness job, work, work at the fitness, allegedly. I don't know. That's what y'all say you got a job or with no job, okay? 
okay, here you just trying to fly out out fitness models allegedly and these street I mean Instagram models and, and hollering sliding up in people's DMs and stuff. Okay. Allegedly. And Kiki was already out the door. So that's when you saw her at the Usher concert with the freaking dress on, it was her saying, this is done, okay? Now, she might be still messing with her mama alone. I don't know, okay? But all I'm saying is the rumors is in the street, Kiki had been on the premises, okay? And see, this is what happens, again, when Kiki, you have to, you, you're now in a different space, okay? And don't get pregnant by this man again, Okay? But you need to have you you need to uh, establish your career. You are you're on the come up in your career right now. I don't know if you should be uh, settling for a dude who does not think. I mean, we don't know what he do, and it's gonna be hard on a man who ain't got no job to stick with Kiki Palmer. Allegedly, ain't got no job. That's what y'all saying in these streets. I ain't saying it. That's what y'all saying. Now, why'd you get this man and got no job? I'm going to have to say we ain't gusty when we go out to remind people that ain't nothing going on but the rent, okay? Kiki is a well-established, well-established, it's harder for women. It's different when a girl ain't got it. When a girl ain't got men, well, men, because men are known as the providers. But when a dude ain't got it and he come laying up in a woman's house, it's a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, it's a... They don't even men don't even like it in their inner being. That's probably if it's true that he was calling out Instagram models. That's probably why because he couldn't handle the space. He don't like where he at as a man. If this rumor is true, he don't like being, uh, you know, the less than a man in the house. That's why he was in, 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 trying to come because I'm like, I got a family, I got standards. No, you don't got no family. You ain't got no ring on her finger. You don't got no family partner. You got a baby. Feel bad when Kiki got probably buy her own engagement ring, but she acted. She got engaged. You know what I'm saying? Those men don't like that. Kiki, let this man get himself together and get himself established. He's going to go back to him. Don't leave him alone for now, though. And I read how she, I've listened to her on a podcast about how she met him. She came after him, and she came after him hard. Okay. And see, Kiki made a man that ain't got himself established feel like he was a prize. And see, he ain't. see, all the men in Hollywood running around here, all the men just out of Hollywood got jobs and, and, and you could have went at. Listen, all I'm saying is, Kiki, I'm glad you're free now. Hopefully, you don't go back, don't get no more babies. Uh, get your, establish your career. You want to come up. I see they trying to bring you up in these streets. Let them bring you back up. They probably trying to put you back in another talk show, uh, whatever. I'm just saying, don't mess it up, yo. By getting, don't get enough. Don't let this man establish himself, get himself together, and get his life together. Okay, because it's obviously hard on this brother to be having, uh, 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 to be having a, a, a woman that is famous. And he ain't got no coins to help. 
Because he didn't want to say that. He was at, well, he was probably at home rocking the baby when he saw you at the Usher concert. When you came across Instagram, just get your booty out and stuff. He probably, and Usher hugging all on you, singing to love songs. And he like, no, he, he at home with the baby. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> this is my future. <laughs> he about to take, he about to take my girl. And Usher can't take your girl. Okay, that's fact. Here's the deal. I mean, and most men won't care. Most men don't care about that. Most men who got it going on, so they ain't caring about no usher. They like, man, she she let her have her fun, right? You know what I'm saying? She had that concert. She had, she had a good time with her girls. I mean, she be back here tonight, right? But he couldn't do that because he ain't he ain't probably at home rocking the baby. You know what I'm saying? Probably ain't got no, you know, being at home, being, he might be the nanny. I ain't saying that's what he is. I'm just saying what y'all been saying out in the street. And he's seen Usher, who got a job, and singing and serenading to his girlfriend, who's becoming the it girl right now. (laughs) He realizes... He realizes, you remember that Martin, my favorite, people were showing that Martin that me too, where Martin with Keith Washington comes, and Martin thinks that Keith Washington is coming back to get, uh, he, Keith Washington said he want to find this old girl that he was in love with years ago. He want to let her know how he feels because he, feel like he, he feels like it's the one for him. And Martin thought he was talking about Gina. And so they have this segment where they have a party and stuff, and uh, Tisha Campbell and Keith Washington sing a duet together. The close I get to you, and Martin's in the background crying. Because <laughs> he's thinking it's over. He's gone. <laughs> and he was talking about another woman, but he was like, oh, no, ain't my woman. <laughs> because he keeps watching it. He's like, damn, yeah, this keeps watching, keeps watching. It's like, keeps watching the fine again. <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. Like, Martin had a job, but he said he was at home, probably holding the baby. You saw that come across the internet and said, but you a mother, though. <laughs> that outfit, but you a mama, though. <laughs> he got he was big bad, Kiki. Woo! Girl, if you was timid to hit him, you hit him well. He 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 was mad. He was hot. Most men would ignore that. Most men, would, they get, got their own stuff. They got jobs and got their own stuff going on. They be like, girl, let her have some fun. She be back here. She, 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 she know what she got. But not him. Because he know where he at in life. He got to get himself together. Okay? From what y'all saying, I'm used to it. Not what I say. What y'all say. Okay? Um, future. Let's talk about future. <sighs> Social media reacts to new song where future seemingly disses Russell Winston. Fuck Russell, okay? This is according to Hollywood Unlocked, okay, dot com. It says, Shot Fire, apparently having a field day with Future Song, where he seemingly takes a job at his ex at his ex Sierra's husband. The song, Turn Yo Click Up, which is a collaboration with Quavo, dropped on Friday. Future raps in his now controversial verse, Big Dog Status, Bill Hopper, Balling His Mile for My Brother, Goyard Bag Tote, with tote the corduroy, I got it out the field. Fuck Russell. Has me aware Sierra and Future started dating each other in 2013. In 2013, a duo engaged, but they later caught the wedding off just three months after giving birth to their son, Future Zaire Wilborn. 
reports claim at the time that the reason for their split was infidelity on future side. Pierre began dating Russell in 2015 and eventually married the NFL superstar that following year. Since then, there's been a lot of sag between the guys. Let me just talk about this, okay? It's a Scorpio on Scorpio crime, okay? Sierra is a Scorpio, and so is Petrie, okay? And this is a deep bond. I ain't gonna lie, okay? I bet that to this day, Sierra still got a little feeling for Petrie, okay? That's cool. When you got that Scorpio on Scorpio thing, it's a, probably a deep bond, okay? But you can't, another Scorpio, one thing a Scorpio needs to know about another Scorpio, do not play another, future thought was that Sierra was so messed up about his, because you know, future's out here, he's baby making, you know what I'm saying? He loves to make babies, okay? Future thought that Sierra was so messed up on that pain that she was not going to put that finger on his ass, but you know what Sierra did, okay? Sierra said, I remember she was on Jada, Red Table Talk, and she said she used to just cry in the shower because she knew that this is why. See, he did why he was out there honing allegedly and running around here. Sierra was in there getting her Scorpion transformation. And she's like, all right. All right. See, that other Scorpio, them Scorpio men, so they don't be no opinion. But your woman's like, oh, no, nah. see, he's okay. He's going to be out here in the street, okay? Right? He said he want to do one. He want to get me engaged, get me on the cover. Once she on the cover of a wedding thing, she's going to cover a bride thing or something, embarrass my ass and not marry me. I got something for him, okay? Remember, Scorpio, what, is we, what are we known for in the Zodiac? Revenge, baby. Karma is a this best Scorpio surge. So what did Sierra do out in the streets? Sierra said, I'm going to stop at one. I got this future. I got a little future here, but I know I bet not give him no other. I don't care how crazy I am about this food. I ain't going to give him nothing else. I'm going to break myself out from uh, out from this Haitian hooju he might have on me. <laughs> I'm just kidding Haitian. I'm just kidding Haitian, guys. Okay, that's what they be saying about out in the streets. I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to break myself, and I'm going to go get myself together. And what Sierra did is she faithful one, another one. She got herself together. She realized this fool ain't going to get serious. And she was right. And what she did is cleaned up, got herself, went out in these streets again, and there was Russell Wilson. And Sierra said, revenge is a dish best served. Watch this. Watch this future. You think you the man. You think you I'm a watch this man raise your son. Watch it. Watch this NFL player with all this money raise your son. This a cop dog NFL player. He don't even look like he's black. He like black women. Okay. What happened? He ever leveled up. She transformed her look, her body, everything. Three babies like two babies later. Russell here looking like that couple and what future over there? Mad. He's mad. Oh, he mad. He like, she done put the finger on Future had video. Future done made a video about Sierra Russell in here. Now he making a fuck Russell. Huh? He, he, he hot. Man, ain't nothing like the Scorpio finger being used on another Scorpio. He messed up in these streets. And what he know about Sierra, 
is that he, what do you know? She'll never, ever probably come back because she's scared of whatever revenge she got. She will never. He already knows. He's got, this is one he lost. It's jacking him up. Oh, and what's made it so bad, he, thank God he can rap. I mean, people like him. But he done had like six more kids since then. But just continue making them babies. Just making them everywhere. And here's Sierra in a nice little cellar. Like, everybody's like, I want to know the Sierra prayer. How do you get a man like Russell Wilson? Nobody's seeing how you get a man like Future. They're like, how do you get Russell? Sierra done made Russell look like he's a bomb. made that sound serious but good don't she even though she got you know you can tell she may have you know this is this is Russell's probably not her normal type but she understands Russell is what's good guess what guess who raising your son guess who playing football with your son <laughs> while you was out running them streets having impregnating guess who got your kid over here with your name, say. Shout out to Sierra. I see you, Squad. Shout out to Sierra. Even though I had to get on you a couple of times, but shout out to Sierra. Ooh, that's how you. That's how you do with you. That's how you rebound. You don't keep having babies with the fool. No, you don't keep. You don't stay in it. You you stay. You cry in the shower. You start. Then you start transforming. Then you go gangster because he, he didn't think he thought she was gonna be all broke up. You know he thought she was gonna be. <laughs> That's like the Cassie did Diddy, but say, see the only thing is Cassie went with that the trainer. You know the Cassie just wanted to get out. Different story. But no, not Sierra. Sierra was like, Mm-mm, I can't do no trainer. I can't do nothing. I'm gonna make sure this hurts. We'll never tell you that we doing that. Oh, she did. I'm going to make sure this hurts. Oh, not only is he a star football player and he got as much money of Robbie Morton, he's a good guy. He's got endorsements. He's kind. He's sweet. He looks like he got it going on. Ooh, this going to hurt. And he like your son. And he want to be a father to your son. Ooh, ooh, that's hurt. That's future, heal, future, heal, future. This you should be friends with Russell. You should be friends with Russell. This time you need to heal. It's over. Okay, she not already want. She wanted that, but she wanted to just let it go. Quit saying fuck Russell. Quit saying all that. You lost your family. You lost what would have been your family. Okay, it is what it is. Yeah, you might know she got a bond, but she ain't come back. She ain't gonna never let you go. She got that bond. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and on that note, we have come to the end of the show. Man, y'all know. Okay, I didn't get to all my stories, but y'all know I probably got some more stories to tell. So if I got time, I'll try to do a show later on and do a couple of more stories that I hadn't hit up, okay? But you guys, thank you for hanging out with me like you do every weekend. Man, I can catch y'all during that day, daylight hours. Yes, all right, all right. Come out and go during the day, okay? <laughs> all right, you guys, remember, you can uh, remember uh, 
I'll try to come on sometime this week. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll try, maybe I'll try to do a show tonight. No promises, but I'll try to do something late night and try to get the rest of the uh, topics out the way, okay? We are out. I'm going to leave out with, I don't know, what are we going to leave out with tonight? Oh, my goodness. I don't know today. What can we leave out with? Let's leave out with, oh, since we were talking about, what, um, do I have it up? I don't know if I have it up, y'all, so hold on. No, that's too slow. Where's the, is it a, like, okay. So let's leave out with um, Lenny Kravitz Storm. It's the CC show. I'm out. I will see y'all maybe with another show tonight, all right? We'll, we'll see, all right? I'm out. Bye-bye. See y'all. Gotta let this one breathe, y'all. Just let it breathe for a second. Just wait. It's taking me beyond the planet and the stars. You're the only one that could take me this far. I'll be forever searching for your love. Galaxy on Instagram and Carly's underscore Galaxy on Threads. Okay, 
Uh, also, uh, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page, especially, you know, how y'all write me and y'all be saying stuff. You want to say something about the show, whatever. It's mostly where I'm at. You can uh, read articles that usually I'm going to talk about on the show. I usually try to post them during the week um, and stuff like that, okay? Uh, one of y'all wrote me about the new platform, okay? Okay. Getting it together, I'm going to do, I'm going to try to do a short version Soon. I'll let y'all know. Okay. Uh, I think I've gotten it together. I think I'm there. I think I am. Okay. So I hope y'all really, I'm, I'm scared a little bit, but you know, we, I'm, we, we're going to do it. Okay. All right. So one of y'all did write me about saying, hey, Crowley, you know, so I get, and y'all, one of y'all, y'all knew what it was. <laughs> so that's cool. Okay. All right. So, uh, and it's going to, listen, I'm, let me just say this. It's going to be different from this. This is going to still be the long running podcast. This is going to still be the long version of the show. I'm going to start doing short, maybe shorter versions on that particular platform. So this, but no, this is going to be the main like topics. Okay. Uh, also, you can hit me up. So you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page if you want to say anything to me or, you know, send me a message and stuff like that and like or say anything about the articles or the stories I'm going to talk about. You can always hit me up there, okay? Also, you can hit me up on Twitter at C Chatwood Show. That's the main tweet, tweet, tweet account. That's where I post a lot of the articles too. And Carlotta72, all right? Carlotta72 is like a second secondary channel in case you know I gotta go I, I had a deal in case I had to go to Twitter jail or something like that because when the award shows just come on I used to talk a lot during the um, uh, during uh, the award shows and you know sometimes they couldn't even Twitter jail <laughs> back in the day alright all right. so also um, uh, and that's it I think that's it that's it for all of them I think Facebook page Instagram Twitter yeah you guys got all of them okay all right, so you have a wonderful, you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I'm going to try. No promises. I'm going to try, okay? I will try to uh, have, um, try for try to do for you guys a, a second, a little second show tonight or something. I will try. No promises, but, okay, because I have some more stories, and I'll get to them, try to get to them the next show, all right? I'm out. Let's leave out with my face. Oh, yeah, and, and the boat trip is in February, uh, February the 14th, and it's four days after that. And I think it's leaving Miami. Y'all ask somebody asking that, okay? So that's what it is. That's when the boat trip is, okay, for the boat cruise for Maxwell. Let's leave out with my fave Ascension. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. Y'all have a good rest of y'all weekend. See ya. Bye.